What's up, Reloaded fans? So unfortunately, this week, we had a problem with our guest's audio. So therefore, I was unable to do the full edit of the podcast, which leaves us with just the Twitch VOD and the audio from that. Therefore, you're going to hear a lot more people talking over other people. might be hard to hear different things. I apologize for that. This is the first time this has happened. But unfortunately, I worked with the audio file for an hour and was unable to get the high-pitched noise out. And it would have driven people nuts to have that constant squeal going on during the podcast. So therefore, you're going to get... A semi-edited version, but there's no way to edit things where people are talking over each other. I'm sorry about this, and we will try to not let this happen again, but we made it 56 episodes in without having it happen, so I think we have a pretty good track record. Sorry about this, and hopefully you still enjoy the show. You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Welcome to Warcraft Reloaded, a podcast brought to you by Mash Those Buttons, covering World of Warcraft Classic, TBC Classic, and its community. I am Bobby, also known as Blazing Bob, and today we are joined by Mel, aka Melarina. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. I'm here. I made it through another week. I came yeah. back on Wednesday this week, and I was joking with Yip because I was assigned to heal him at one of the raids, and I was like, you're lucky I traveled yesterday. And last week, it was rough. <laughs> well, we are glad you're back, and you made it through another week, and we hope you make it through many weeks to come. And we're also joined <laughs> by Ryan, a.k.a. Cognitive Pit. How are you doing, sir? Hello. Uh, in the same vein as Mel, I suppose I am also still alive, which we can all be happy about. Uh, I plan on living out all of the weeks until that ceases to happen. So uh, we're doing pretty good. Oh, yeah. Good. I will live as well until I die. Yes, yeah. that's that's the plan. Just just, just so. keep me alive long enough for Wrath of the Lich King and I'm good. We start oh, these podcasts on really the energy for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're so <laughs> uh, And we are also joined again on the podcast by Kim Jong Oom. How you doing, Healer Extraordinaire? Hey y'all. Um, it's a little weird to be talking so much about death on the Healer podcast. It sounds like you have to try and tell me something, but um, I'm doing well. Uh, in... I do remember Bushy dying, and I think Kim was assigned to Bushy. I'm, I'm just <laughs> no one's supposed to know that. Yep, survived. That's just between me, Bushy, and the spirit <laughs> healer that gives you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good, sweet. Well, we have a we have a, not a jam packed episode for you today, but who knows? It might be long. We don't know. We usually think it's going to be long, but I want to remind everybody. We always stream every Friday night uh, around uh, 7 p.m. 
Eastern, uh, 4 p.m. Uh, Pac- uh, Pacific on twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. This week's episode, we're going to go over housekeeping, some reviews. We're going to talk about what we've been doing in WoW. Then there's a little bit of news. It's a little bit, but big. But we're going to get into that. But then we're going to talk about healing. It's going to be all about healing during dis- discussion. We have Kim Jong-um. He's been trying some new stuff. We'll hit on as many points as we can before he has to make it to raid. So that being said, let's get into it. Yep, we had some reviews. Hello. Yes, we did have some reviews. The first one. Awesome podcast. Thank you. Uh, Hey, guys, wanted to stop by and leave a review to just say how much I appreciate and love the podcast. I work for UPS as a driver and listen to the pod while at work. Unfortunately, I'm all caught up in the episodes. (laughs) But now I anxiously wait week to week to hear what you guys have been doing. This podcast has made me laugh and learn at the same time. And I enjoy listening to each of your experiences throughout the week. I hope you guys continue to create new episodes every week as I look forward to each one. Jafe from Grobulus Alliance said, uh, P.S. Mel is awesome with quite a few exclamation points. Uh, you guys. Goes to show, <laughs> no, a little. Uh, it's like this is like the psychology of panhandling. Panhandling for. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> reviews. It didn't works. seem solicited at all. That seemed very genuine, in my opinion. So, what I find exclamation marks. <laughs> what right. I find weird and in and interesting all at the same time is when we started this podcast, we were really worried about talking about just what we do too much, and we didn't do it a ton early on. And then we started to do it when we went into Nax more, and people just loved it, it which is boring early on. Which was the, <laughs> it was just the weirdest thing to me that people love to hear about our little thing that we're doing and like it's cool that they do but i just it was something i never thought the show would really capitalize on but it has many different weeks we do it so we appreciate you enjoying uh our time with us so thank you i also appreciate that you know how awesome i am i think that that was the (laughs) emphasis in the review i think we kind of skipped over that a little bit so if we want to read that again we totally can yeah, um, it says P.S. Uh, Mel is awesome with. It's a little small for me. I don't, I don't have any glasses. Oh, on. oh, like yeah, seven yeah, or eight yeah. exclamation <laughs> points. But a few. Okay, but one thing I did want to say about this is it reminds me of you know when you're watching a Netflix show, and then it like goes to live, and you have to wait every week for the new episode, and you're just like, no, oh, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Should save it up. Don't listen for ten weeks and come back. No, don't listen to all the old stuff. Won't be relevant anymore. It's perfect. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, we have a couple other reviews. The next one. Oof. Well, this has been a long time coming. You three really added some depth to the game experience for me. I was a Virgin WoW player until Classic was released, and I only started July 2020. I'm a troll resto shaman running on Remulus server with guildies like snacken who listens regularly and once had a review read on your podcast and gaia uh slash sixa who is the creator of the attune app oh it's more more of our more of our friends um a very special shout out to mel the only damn host who understands the healer struggle and never gets enough mentions on reviews well not this week (laughs) 
Thank you. The last few weeks have been wild for me. I've had so much time off work and I've gone from a casual player without all the heroic keys to almost bis in every slot and attuned uh, for SS Serpent Shine. I, I yeah, SSC probably. With, without the C, I, I can't figure it out. And one <laughs> that's a shield that's shield slam to me. And one mag kill away from or soul stone to me. TK attune. You're way further ahead on the attunements than I am. So congratulations. Man. I'm I'm slacking very hard. I came into the game thinking PVE was the main theme of co-op RPGs with raids and dungeons in just my two cents. I quite often have a super nice experience with ally players, questing and such, even cheering and hugging once we've killed the quest mob or mini boss. A couple weeks back, touching on all the PVP changes was crazy to hear about. And I felt for my Alliance buddies, also with all the shit going down at Blizz, and you all voiced different meaningful opinions, was really well handed, uh, well handled. Please keep making content for as long as Classic keeps rolling and try to get Melder on a Def Camp on the show soon. I listen to their show as well, and it's nice to have a diverse perspective from different places. Fortunately, Bob burnt that bridge entirely. He can tell that story <laughs> if he wants. Just joking. Wait, wait, uh, which one? Which one? <laughs> Oh, no, actually, I have some good news after the end of this. Oh, great. P.S. I listen on Spotify and I don't think I can review on it, but five stars, gold stars, even a badge of justice. You three are awesome for the horde. But you had a lot of nice things to say about (laughs) Alliance, so that's okay. Uh, Love from the friendliest troll shaman. Gull, a.k.a. Gula, a.k.a. Gularada. Wait, oh, we got pronounced ghoul. Oh, yeah, nice. I switched it. I figured it out midway through. It is ghoul. (laughs) Or ghoul or ghoulerata. We Mm -hmm. we figured it out. What's the good news, Bob? Uh, That he gave a special shout out to Mel. No. We touched on that. So there's good news and there's bad news. The bad news is Mel Durant has stepped away from, from content creation in WoW Classic. However, when I heard that, he said he was going to continue to play as much WoW Classic. So I reached out to him and said, hey, he's still going to come on the show. And we worked it out. He's going to be a monthly recurring guest on the show. So everybody uh, clap. We've we've obtained the licensing rights to Melderon. Hell eh? yeah, dude. I was excited about it. So yeah, he's... he's Mel yeah. <laughs> Mel yeah. Yeah, that was actually... It's going to get more confusing from here. It was Don't definitely yeah, confusing the first time we had him on the show because we kept saying Mel and he kept answering and it was hilarious. Yeah, I think when him and Def Camp were both on too, I think Def Camp said something like, hey, Mel. And I was like, huh? I don't think that was the question for me. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, that's, that's always fun. Uh, I didn't want to do a zinger in the middle of the reviews, but he mentions the healer struggle, and I totally understand our healers do struggle. So we have one other review. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, I, I, I died on High yeah, King Mulgar. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right uh, yeah. the, the next one is from Cadman, uh, who, who we know now. Uh, hey, how's it going? I'm a fairly new listener of the past month, give or take a couple of weeks, and I am glad that I found y'all. I enjoy that you talk about more than just news or what classes can do. My favorite part of the show is what we've been doing this past week. Mel, as someone that primarily mains a healer, I look forward to hearing you put tanks and DPS in their place when they mess up. I should have uh, saved my zinger for later. This is <laughs> ill time. I would like to hear your thoughts on the difference in PvE healing versus PvP healing. Uh, yep slash Bob. Um, and that's actually a good 
uh, since we have two healers on, we're going to have two perspectives who can probably answer this one. Uh, but you know, Bob, as someone that enjoys listening to audiobooks, being able to picture things in my mind, hearing about y'all's PvE and PvP adventures is just the same as watching a movie to me. I drive all day for work and enjoy listening to y'all. I wish it was longer or shores were put out more often. Keep doing what y'all do and stay great. Five stars. And he cursed before it, or those are the five stars. <laughs> One of the <laughs> quite oh. tell. I just like to point out Cadvan did message me and now I feel like we needed to spread these three out over like three episodes. So it wasn't like all three Mel love at the same time, you know, maybe like sprinkle it in, you know, here or there, but I'll take it. I mean, this can be the Mel. It's Mel awesome week. It's, it's healer week. So I'll, I'll be nice, but <laughs> I did die in High King Mulgar. So <clears throat> that's so, <laughs> so, really love that guys so much. So never I think, uh, if you don't shut up about it yet, you're gonna die again in hiking mode. <laughs> so I think that'll be a good one to tackle in the discussion later. That because I didn't have PVE to PVP healing in the uh, in the bullet points, so that'll be a good one to move down there. Agreed. Yep. Sure. A okay. little bit of a little bit of bait, so people have to listen to everything. Else. Yep. It's yep. almost like I added that to the notes like really late. <laughs> it might be yeah we already had that in there good good thinking <laughs> come on guys all right so what have you guys been doing lately and wow who wants to go first i'll start because i'm gonna steal some of what you've been doing sweet so it's uh, what day would it have been T tuesday what day were we world pvping tuesday the first night at honor hold kim do you remember i think it was think, it was uh, sunday the first night and then monday i got roped in because sunday i hung out with mel before she went out of gotcha. town and then well, monday i came to it's it sunday beautiful the the horde the horde were getting a little antsy out in the world you know their their attempts on mag were being thwarted because of course or don't know how to PVE. The the set the set mechanics of a boss are just too much for Horde to be able to figure out. So they were <laughs> they came out of Mactheridon, presumably, and took their aggression out on Alliance Hold level 60s, the most competitive PvP that they can handle on White Main. <laughs> we had someone in our guild call call for help, and Kim and I flew out there. We were doing arena at like four in the morning my time or something. I don't know. We we're we we're spamming out some arena. And uh, we were waiting to start threes. We were waiting for somebody and we decided to go out and help. And they really brought like 15 or 20 horde out here to just destroy Honor Holt. I couldn't believe what we were seeing. At first, we pushed them back a little bit, but I don't think they were expecting like a 70, a few 70s to come out. And uh, once we saw how many there were and that Kim and I weren't going to be enough, we called for help, not just in our own guild, but across guilds. Uh, we had people from Lion's Share who who came Zilzag, who was a longtime Varg flocker, who uh, who ended up over there for PvP. And uh, we had a we had a nice force going. We pushed them back to Thralmar. Then we saw them summoning. <laughs> they brought out even more people. And uh, unfortunately, they were very coordinated. There was quite a lot of them. And it was very late. And I wanted to do some threes. Uh, actually, it was Monday night because it was our last oh, yeah. minute. It was our last minute uh, before Tuesday arena. Uh, so yep, Monday night. It was. It was. Because it was the um, night I didn't we come back. On, I just realized that. I did want to interrupt yeah. you. No worries. <laughs> and uh, so we decide 
we're going to get together the next day and do the same thing that the Horde were doing to us. So we gather a bigger <laughs> force. We've got Bob there. We've got Kim there. We've got quite a few from the guild. Uh, how many did we have? Do you think we had like seven or eight people? Was it 10 that people? Right. We had eight. Yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah, I think eight. So um, we didn't exactly know what to do. You know, we're not Horde. We don't we don't just <laughs> cherish misfortune of the others. Uh, so we were letting people quest at first. But no, it's time to go to Thralmar since they went to Honor Hold. So we head over there. There's a little bit of PvP. We make our way in. They have like infinitely spawning grunts because none of us know what we're doing. So at some point we had like 40 grunts just on us and we and had to run out and AOE them all down. They were potentially a great method of, of, of farming. But. Well, I mean, they didn't do much damage, but there was a billion of them. And I'm like, I can only yeah. hit four targets at once. And they do a knockdown, so like they weren't killing us, but they would knock me down. And then if Horde got involved too, things were getting a little hectic. But we were able to kill the Horde there, but it just wasn't enough. So we made our way up to <laughs> Nether Storm. We thought, hey, let's kill them summoning. That that'll be pretty funny, right? Uh, if we kill them while they try to summon up another storm at the stone. Uh, we tried Area Fifty Two. Finally, a spell check in our guild uh, gave us a wonderful suggestion. Apparently, if you kill people outside of Black Morris, they have to have like an eight minute run back, it seems like, yeah. in order to get to their bodies. It's literally not only that. like right where the circle ends there to Black Black Morass. If you die, you spawn all the way back at the freaking the graveyard, sand, right? gadget sand or whatever, and have to do that whole walk back all the way down the tunnel. Can't take the dragon. It's a log walk. I mean, uh, the, the greatest thing, though, was like really... Um, as my buddy Thick pointed out, uh, basically it was it, it was a double stack day yeah. where both heroic and regular dungeons were BM. Yep. So naturally oh we had to we had to BM them. So <laughs> you guys, yeah, was do you BM see what BM. happens when Mel's out of town? Do you see what kind of shenanigans these boys get up to? <laughs> like, let's just be real here. No parental controls. <laughs> so luckily, I mean, we were playing at a pretty off hour. It wasn't super peak. I was probably. 1130 or something at that point uh, server time so uh, we were out there but there was a, a constant flood of horde mainly probably because the two quests were that day as well too and we killed them a lot <laughs> i think we got around 100 kills uh some of the same people uh, but just at black morris and that amount of time that we wasted of horde just it felt really good and at one point, they were able to gather a force together. I'm sure they were talking in general chat. Alliance are camping Black Morass. We need help. Come together. And they had maybe like eight or nine people together, a couple of hunters. And we just demolished them. Not we, one we of us died. Yeah, Not died. one nobody of us died. <laughs> this entire time. It was incredible. Uh, oh, and it, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't want to start this across server. Uh, but if you're Alliance, head on over to Black Morass and stop the horde. <laughs> if they you know, I, I'm, we're, I feel like we're past all this faction imbalance nonsense. All this horde, horde versus horde is staying. Faction imbalance is going to be a problem. It's time to rise up, Alliance. <laughs> Kill them in front of Black Morris. Make it impossible for them to do the dungeon. Make them run back for eight minutes. And then, while it's still in the game, slash spit on their bodies. It's the last chance we have uh, in order to do it, probably. So, take advantage of that. Rise up this week and make people regret being on horde or horde if you're on a server where alliance you know occasionally we have someone email in saying hey my server has three times alliance this is for you too if you're the smaller faction rise up on your server show them what you're made of get your friends together 
be coordinated and kill them all, waste uh, their time, and then just relish their misery. That's their. It was that's the best thing to do. It was so funny too. It was so fun because I was like, they're like yips yips playing this world PvP thing. I'm like. Pfft. We're doing so good, BGs, guys. Come on. Like, seriously, let's get some honor. Like, come on. Like, I don't want to do this shit. I went in there like, all right, well, I'm going to support Yip because I'm not, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to go. And I didn't have very much fun in in Thralamar, but then we moved on. I had some fun up in Netherstorm, but then when we moved to Black Morats, I was like a kid in Candyland, just giggling every time we killed somebody. When we had that huge fight and we won and lost nobody, I was like, oh, man. And they were just forcing these groups of five to just run in as far as they can and die and just accept that they're going to res and run in. But then we stopped so many people rezzing right before the thing and killed them again. Yeah, <laughs> the best to part, be, too, oh. is always bring a master spell. Yep, yeah, exactly. I was going to say that master spell was probably the best part because paladins would would they you know they would spawn they would put their bubble on thinking they're getting in and then kim would come in with the master spell and we just kill the paladin so it, it was pretty enjoyable it, it was awesome master spell uh is an incredible ability <laughs> oh we had, we had all kinds of stuns too we had double uh deep thunder we had a rogue we had oh it was just it was glorious it was good uh, but that's how I spent my week. Other than that, I think the is, is the Midsummer Festival over. I haven't. I it haven't ended on, on some servers, but that was retracted. It's uh, I've seen it like pieces of it. I heard that it was closing down piece by piece. I think it's like bugged. Like I think that's yeah, really the answer. It seemed answer. really weird. Uh, hopefully, Ahun is still up because I've not gotten my tank neck yet. But uh, I've been trying. Other than that, that's how I spent my my week. Did some PvP. Did some threes with Kim. Uh, and twos. Twos are normally pretty difficult for us, but we get out there. We we have fun. Uh, but threes, we added in a hunter, and it was glorious. Hunters can output so much damage. It's just, it, it was really funny. I really like our uh, our arena time as well, too. We're not super competitive, but we like blowing people up, and it's really fun. <laughs> well, Unfortunately, uh, uh, yeah, there's experiences where uh, sometimes I'm trying to kill too hard instead of uh, healing. So, hmm. yeah, <laughs> but, but it's very true. We just it's like worth it. We had a threes. We had a threes game where Kim did like forty four hundred damage, but had all the killing blows. It was incredible. Like Kim's yeah, just there to snipe that last little damage that people don't yeah. expect, and it's really funny. Well, that's funny because I also did threes with Kim uh, when when Mel went out of town. Uh, me, yeah, Kim, and uh, and little Chilbra did did threes he he was on his mage and it was crazy because we literally it was really late at night kim and i were really drunk but we went straight up (laughs) (laughs) well by the end kim was dying pretty fast so i'm pretty sure he was in the same boat that i was and he was like i don't think i could do much more i was like i don't think i can't either Uh, but the story (laughs) the story is is that we went in it was like a team that I already had. We had done 10 games on and lost two and won eight like early on. And uh, we were at like 180, uh, uh, what's it called, rank. We like shot right up to almost 1,400 <laughs> immediately. And then we started running into 2K teams. I guess we just like moved up too quickly. 
and we're just fighting these 2K teams, and they're just blowing Kim up or blowing Chilbra before he could even like pop things. And it was it was intense to see how mean two 2K teams are. And we also Kim was kind of like half uh, DPS. He was only running with like what 120 resilience, right? Yeah, my resilience uh, is relatively low, uh, comparatively speaking. I mean, I also think that it's because Chilbra basically just carried us there. Well, it, <laughs> like he's I don't so think it was. To, like, well, and, and I think that was was like one of the things. But I mean, the biggest thing about being with with Chilbra is he would call the targets, and mm-hmm. li- like half of the time, I would be right on who I thought we should go first on. But he would say something and then he'd give us the reason. I was like, this is how you get better is playing with somebody of this caliber. They'll like open your eyes to what the other classes do. And it was, it was super cool. Like it was really cool. I did the opposite. When I play with Chilbra, I just turn off the brain. I don't learn anything. All I do is follow instructions. (laughs) That's why I've got no say in anything. Chilbra, lead the way. You're the (laughs) you're the PvP here. I'm not gonna do anything. Oh yeah, I didn't call any targets. Please. Yeah, I didn't. uh, I didn't call any targets. I just in my head was thinking, oh, we should go on this first. But (laughs) then Chilbra would call the target. I'd be like. And then he would tell us why he would call the target. It was really, really cool. And I just at that like at that point of the night, he was ready to go for another hour or two. And I just wished I hadn't drank because I was like, man, I could keep. But I was getting to a point to where I was no longer doing well. And I was just like, there's no point in keeping going. But it was really cool. I think especially with an experienced mage in arena, they have a much better understanding of like who they can lock down and make irrelevant in a fight. So, That's like, really you true. might be thinking, oh, I can kill this person easier, but he can also be thinking, I can lock that person down while we kill somebody yep. else. So, yep. there are a lot more elements. Uh, I'm I'm like a big, dumb twos player, with, so I don't have to ever make decisions like that. So, it's really nice playing with someone who's experienced, for sure. Yep. And then, besides that, I've been doing all kinds of stuff. I've been doing all kinds of different uh, heroics, running a, running a, a hoon a lot, uh, trying to make money. Um Working on that consortium rep because I really want to have like ex- exalted on both my characters for my free jewels every month. And anybody that doesn't know about that, if you have any sort of cons- consortium rep, you get free jewels from the consortium camp in Nagrand N- every month. And I'm not positive, but I believe no matter when you turn it in in the month, it still restarts at the start of the month. So um that's nice yeah so you get a lot if you're exalted you get a pretty good amount if you're revered but you get something if you're if you're honored so definitely check that out yeah you might as well if you're not going to work it up but i've been working on that and then yes just uh thinking about working up a rogue but haven't done it but thought about it what about you mel or kim want to go um go ahead kim yeah all right um basically i've been so for those of you who don't know i've basically been trying to explore this like weird holy smite build uh type of thing and like trying to make it actually relatively viable um and so i've been doing that and it's been actually really really fun especially in world pvp and bgs just because like you know, 
there's one DPS versus me, and they're like, oh, I could just kill this healer. Nope. <laughs> um, that's pretty fun. I've also been uh, working on my warrior a little bit, Mr. Block Obama, who uh, I, I rushed the double NG trinket yesterday, um, and I have, a, I have a raid in about one and a half hours, so it'll, be, it'll come in handy. Um, been doing some some stuff with my buddy Thick Thick Thick. <laughs> it's a great name. Not um, to be confused with Thick Bungus. Thick Bungus, right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, he's been he's been playing a little more, um, which uh, I always like to see. You know, he's he's a good friend of mine, so um, I just like to encourage him to come out and like do stuff. And by the way, he was telling me. Um, like he had a like a, he had such a good time doing the BM thing. He was like, oh, "Dude, I'm that glad. was so epic!" Because I think that was really one of his first interactions as far as like like PVPing with us. And uh, yeah, I mean, he he was holding his own pretty well. So which we didn't mention. I think it's fun to. I think it's fun to do it more. Like I would love to do more world PVP stuff. Just. Going out and doing BGs and arena and stuff has been a good way to play. I've kind of complained on here that there's not a lot of content to do, especially if you're kind of done with your character. Uh, there's not a lot of raiding to be done, so you kind of miss the people in your guild. But PvP has been really accessible to people. You only need a couple of people who are like geared, uh, and you can really have a good time out there and, and hang out with people in your uh, in your guild. Yeah, and we you didn't make, mention you make your it. Own content. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we didn't. We didn't even mention it, but the guild has been running at least every night that I'm on it's running you know usually a five man group if not two you know three man groups or two four four man groups which by the way we can still queue easily into the same bg with you know two groups we still haven't tried three groups but we can still do it with two groups and we've been doing that quite a bit so we've been winning way more bgs than we lose which is not what I was used to in vanilla at all. So it's been pretty cool. And with Deep Thunder, things are very different. Like, mm -hmm. ooh, man. It's like it's like it's really, really fun. So we've been doing that with the guild across the board. Like Kim's been involved in that. Yip's been involved in that. I think Kim and I probably have done it the most. Mel's been involved a bunch too. But can I ask for more info? Wish are you, you specifically do you mean I had a storm winning or have you been winning other BGs? Oh no. We've <laughs> been winning Yeah, we've been winning Warsong or Rathy Basin. Okay. Uh we tried like when we had like a four and five man group, we tried these different things in Arathi Basin where we were just like, we are not helping anybody, we are not guarding anything, we are not splitting up the force. We just move in three DPS, two two heals, go flag to flag and take flag to flag. And usually we end up winning to doing that. Like it's just like the yeah, horde yeah. end up like spawning back at their base because they have no bases and yeah, it like it's goes working. against everything in my beliefs. So when they try to do that, I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll stay here. Right. Like it just, it infuriates yeah. me it so much. Definitely. I mean, I'm the guy that stays in guards too. Like, but we've been, we've been realizing that okay. me staying at guarding when I could end the BG with the most killing blows and like the second or third highest damage, like, that's a big he wants, loss. He wants killing blows, guys. That's what it's really about. Correct. Um, but the I think the problem that is, is that they all go to me. 
it doesn't it doesn't matter like yes you can have a lot of killing blows and i bet you have a ton of killing blows in all the bgs that we lose no actually well but no honestly like really what it yeah with the group what it boiled down to is a healer staying to guard we lose that me staying to guard we lose that damage but me and a healer together are a force to be reckoned with. Me by myself, I can 1v1 most classes, but like, still, like, I'm not going to take on two or three, but me and a healer can take on three or, th- like, three or four, especially if they're not yeah. geared. And so that was the thought balance, process. Right? It's just a hard balance of, like, how do you identify when to stay, when to go? And I think it depends on what team you're with. You know, like, if the pugs on your team are doing a good job and helping and staying and guarding, that's amazing and you're going to win, right? If they're not, then you have to make a decision if you want to be the attack force or if you want to leave people to guard. I will say the hardest games that we play in BGs, like the hardest time that we have is always against Horde that are rotating really quickly. Like any time Horde are just power blasting the rotations, getting pugs on the same page to deal with it that alone is really hard. So I feel like it definitely is. It can be definitely like a win harder kind of situation because if the other team's already having trouble with what you're doing, if you're then just rotating super quickly, they're just like, well, well, that's what we found though. The horde are rotating really quickly. Right. But we are rotating backwards. We're trying to defend instead of giving up saying there's, the entire team here, let's go get into their base because there's obviously no way they can all be at these other bases, right? And And I think that's the difference is that we're rotating to defend and they're rotating to attack. Well, and that's what we've found. Like, regardless of what our pugs, our pugs eventually fell in line because they saw us moving from point to point. And we didn't always just go to something to take it back. Sometimes our group would go re in reinforce blacks uh blacksmith or reinforce a base to like guard like it was just we were always all four or five of us staying together period whatever we did yeah. that was the strategy it wasn't exactly just zerg zerg next zerg next take over like sometimes we were taking a a base back or a defending but the biggest thing was just keep the pumpers together yeah, honestly, it also made it actually, I feel like it was, it's more fun to always just like roll around in a death squad and just be like, oh, yeah, you know, because you're you're like just talking to your buds and you're like, I do that dude drop so fast, blah, blah, you know, like that kind of thing for me. Um, I don't know, like, I think uh, a lot of people like to focus on like getting the honor points and things like that. Um Oh, no, I, just I think like that's why people. nobody defends. Nobody defends because yeah. it's way more fun yeah. to yeah. run around and kill And people. actually <laughs> more honor lucrative as long as you're still winning. Like being in the fight right. gets you a lot more honor. But yeah, that's just kind of what we found. Like Warsong Gulch, definitely we only do it if we have Jasmine or Bushy and preferably both Jasmine and Bushy. And that makes Warsong Gulch like pretty dang We're good. We're both druids, by the why way. Why not yeah. now? <laughs> Well, well, don't forget about me. Well, Mel, you don't usually what run the, the flag, flag running. The flag running of a druid who's good, which they both are, is just very. It's hard to oh. beat. Oh, Mel, go go get an apprenticeship with them. Hurt. That hurts. 
Oh yeah, you play a druid too. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Listen. Well, though I didn't. Just I didn't because I don't run the flag from Bob. I'm pretty sure that every time that I am there, Bushy is there, and Bushy has three times the health as me. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> so I'm not saying you can't for do me it. To run the flag. I'm just saying those two have a ton of experience. A ton of experience with it and makes those games a lot easier. But even Alteric Valley, we've been winning a ton. Like it's, I mean, it's been it's been a pretty fun time. But Mel, do you have anything else that you've been doing that you want to cover? Well, I was out of town until Wednesday, and I got back on Wednesday, and then no, I mean, not really. I mean, we raided. On when on Thursday, Wednesday, I didn't do anything. I was way too tired. Um, Bob tried too. to get me to do. You did did too. I? Yeah, we helped. Uh, we helped get uh, spell checks. Rogue annoying Kara attuned the entire uh, night. Yes, that's I how tired that Mel was. <laughs> yes, this is why it was better that I traveled back on Wednesday and not on Thursday because I was like a robot, like mindlessly doing things on Wednesday. Um, but yeah, we did the attunement runs and it was fine i mean it it baffles me how much different it is in pve it doesn't baffle me i guess i mean i know this but i'm so much more geared on my priest and like there's times in pve like dungeons even in just regular dungeons where i'm just like i don't have any way to heal you that quickly and i don't have anything to give you as a druid that can help you (laughs) survive like I want to put on shield. I want to put on like <laughs> something else that I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I regrowth, I renew, I healing touch. Like you're still dead. I don't know what to do. Um, a lot of that is I'm still PVP spec. So I probably had a minor effect on it. Um, and it runs a mana so fast. It is. Oh, it's like crazy how different it really does feel. Like at first you're like, oh, you know, it's like business as usual, but like on the longer fights, you can totally tell the difference in the spec. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Like the longer fights, I think, is where it really comes to like clear that it's not not great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've done. Oh, I've been herbing a little bit more. So I'm trying to get mana thistle because it's really mm-hmm. expensive and I'm cheap and I'm broke. Just win BGs um, with your luck, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do I do get a lot of mana thistle from BGs, but I was out of town, you know? Um, mm. So I was herbing and I cannot tell you, first of all, I don't know if I said it on this podcast and that's why so many more people know about this spot. The one like right outside of Shat that's like not even really on the map. You know, it's like kind of in Shat, but it's not in Shat. Like if you fly out of Shat, you can't see it. But if you're in Shat, you can't see it. I don't know. It's, it's a little weird. ogre place right above Shat. Yeah. And like there's like a ton of mana thistle there and it's great. But the Horde have found me and now they're hunting me because every time I go out there, there's one there and they just wait. She makes I'm us come kill them. To pick the herb. Yeah. But you know what's awesome about it? everybody's in chat to come get revenge for you. See? Well, Maybe just we should make that our next PvP spot. That's what I wanted to do. If we had a small yeah. group, like three or four people, I just wanted to go to farming spots and just murder the people yeah. there. Like, I think that's a really good... I mean, hey, it hurts their economy, too. It's a win It's a win for the Alliance if you stop them from farming <laughs> primals and their herbs. 
Oh, Can I man. buy directly from the source then? <laughs> <laughs> well, then, Mel, you'll have an upper hand here pretty soon with Epic Flight Form, too, which you weren't on the pod to oh talk God. about. Oh, my God, you guys. So Bob told me about this before I went out of town. I have no recollection of that happening. Um, but I was listening to it on the plane, and I was like, Epic Flight Form? What? <laughs> and he was like, I we talked about this, Mel, and I was like, oh. No, we didn't talk about it. Apparently. I told you. You didn't say anything back. So you, okay. you, you were doing the, like, what everybody says men do to uh, women, where they do the uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, you they were doing do that, that to me. Yeah. I think I was packing at the time. My mind was elsewhere. We were in the but... car. Don't worry, I did the Okay. <laughs> you know, but... Whose whose fault is that? This is this is you know this is a slight tangent, but I feel like <laughs> we live in a modern time with phones. There's just there's always so much information around us. If someone clearly isn't listening to you, is it really their fault, or is it your fault for them expe- for like to expect them to listen to you? It's my I, fault for being boring. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> no, like Bubble will be listening to some podcast that has no relevance to me. And so I'll be, so I'll be on my phone. No, and he'll say something, and he'll be like, "Oh my god, did you hear that?" And I'm like, "No, I did not (laughs) hear that. I'm not listening to what you're listening to." But yes, I agree. It's probably both of our faults. It's fine. All right. Well, do we have any raid progression things we want to talk about, or anything? I don't know. I died. I had 19,000 health, so I I was going in. It's like, I wouldn't normally care about dying, but I was so stacked last night that I was like, yeah, Yo, I know, I was like, there's no chance I'm dying tonight. And then I died in like the first 20 seconds. I don't really think, it wasn't, I think it was a preventable death, but I wouldn't necessarily blame the healers because I took an outrageous amount of damage, just like hit after hit. He mighty blowed me for like 11k in the middle of his like arcing smash oh and his normal melee. And it was just like it was a string of insane damage that I normally don't take anymore. So I can understand it. But I was just like, what has happened to me? Uh, it's on no High King Mulgar. The uh, girl was totally. Oh, oh dude. High King uh, was. Yeah. Messy. It was messy. Yeah. But- Our whole night was a little bit messy, but it, it well, not for me. Bad. Actually, not, this was the Gruul best. 25 man that I've done so far because on Gruel I survived the entire time, got a 95 parse. On Mag, I survived the entire time, got a 95 parse. It was good for me. Wow, I'm surprised we got a high parse on Mag when we (laughs) almost didn't do Mag. Yeah. Okay, can I ask a a question? Let me ask a question. What what is it? Is there anything I can do? Because every time we go to Gruel, that first trash. I literally die. Almost. Yeah, you're not standing close enough. Okay, I am. I'm literally on top of the mob. Well, then you're maybe you're getting cleaved. I saw the spirit uh, like on the mob. I I think I think it's uh, you gotta like stand like at his butthole. Okay. Butthole noted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you're like we call that bug hole. Left or right? You know. Yeah. Maybe Um, that's it. I don't know. I'm just like. How does this happen? I seriously stopped taking any of my consumes until we get to the like boss people because it's just well, okay. Also, though, 
I think the problem is, is you can still get screwed on the, on the trash if someone else messes up. Because if they do charge, then yeah, aggro drops and you can take aggro immediately with any heal because there's nothing on them. That's the whole reason we you don't want them to charge. And die. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure when I looked at it, I got cleaved and it was like 4K overkill. But it's was, yeah. probably because somebody <laughs> no didn't move up. And I don't no, know how we think, yell at people more. I think, I think more. she was inside the mob and Cleave just has a ridiculous uh, like, hitbox sometimes. But still. It, Cleave is really bizarre. So but still, how do we not get these people me. to stack? Like, ha- like, always there's somebody standing out there. Like, at this point, it's like, okay. What this shouldn't doing? surprise you. Maybe because yeah. like you're, you're DPS in classic and it didn't matter that much. But to me, this is just how we played in classic now <laughs> transferred over to when it matters a little bit more. It was like yeah. it's impossible to get people to do this stuff. I mean, I remember the good old days where it would take us five full minutes to get a warlock to summon somebody. <laughs> so I, I can, can understand. we talk about the fact that there's usually only one mage now and shout out to spell check because before it was like, can we get a can we get water? Can we get a table? And it was like 10 people you're talking to. Right. Like now it's one. And then it's yeah. like, can we get a port? And it's like, yeah, I just had to get mana. Right. And like, I think people are requesting it, not even realizing like. I could just say spell check. Do you mind giving a support when you have a chance? <laughs> I feel so bad for, or like arcane intellect. I'm like, can I get an arcane intellect? I t- I sent him a message in the middle of, um, before we got to the, like first mobs in, Gruel, and I was like, can I get an arcane intellect? Bushy, let me die. I blamed it on Bushy. Oh okay. yes. Well, our our isn't a call out. I just want to really quick, not a call out. I'm looking at what happened to you. You were cleaved by one brute and lived, stood in the same place and got cleaved by the other brute and then died. Oh, you you need GTFO. You need GTFO. Yeah, GTFO will yell at you. I have GTFO. Huh. Does it yell at me about cleave? Okay, it does. It's just like, it's not the, it's the brunk, brunk or something like that like it's a like much small like the e e e only comes when you're like in something real bad but clean it's I'm, like i embellish a smaller I did, sound I, I do have no info on whether or not you stood in the same place i just thought that would sound Thank worse you. if i said it like that so you might have adjusted and that's why you got hit by the other <laughs> <laughs> well, likely that's what happened i like moved over yeah. to the left and it was like oh now you're over here for this but all i'm saying is like you also have to realize what a healer goes through, right? And my health is, yes, important. But the other 24 bars that I'm looking at, I'm trying to figure out how I can make sure that they stay alive, especially the tanks. So lots Very of selfless. times I forget to use binding heal. And that's a deficit. I understand that. I can accept that. But <laughs> I was worried about you, Yep. Thank We're you. always worried about you, Yip. Well, then, Thank you. on I I don't know how Kim's ten uh, ten men went, but we, were, we Mel and I were back with Yip this week, and this was the first time I got to do I got to do uh, Kara with FJ, and man, yeah. that dude is a pumper. Like 
yeah. Like, uh, I was keeping up with him the entire night, right? Like, especially on boss fights. But what you don't know is that I asked FJ at the start, hey, do you want to trade off uh, Curse of Elements? And he said, no, I'll just do it the whole night. I was like, are you sure? I don't mind trading off. He's like, no, it's fine. So, like, I was able to do an extra curse the entire night, and that's the only reason that I kept up with his badass. Like, I mean, he was awesome. Very the good player. mage we had was awesome. I was looking at the charts. We had so much damage last last night, and the crazy part is, is I don't know if the mage did, but me and F, FJ had to literally, we didn't have a pally, so we didn't have salve, so we had to stop casting so often, which is so it's, it's worse weird. than just not having a pally. So I've never had had no pally and didn't have the boomkin. So if you want to look at <laughs> Warcraft logs of what it's like to be a warrior, <laughs> oh yeah, day and age, I have insane gear. By the way, like I've got as much hit gear as I possibly could have on uh, at that time, except a uh, hoon's neck. Except a hoon's neck. Which is, <laughs> that's actually very true. Um, but it's like you'll see. Between dodge, parry, and miss, I miss 15 to 20% of the time, depending on the boss and what gear I'm wearing. So you guys, I love all of you, but casters have no <laughs> chill, especially on trash. Things are dotted before I even pull sometimes. And people are like, oh, wow, we don't have a pally. That's not why. <laughs> it literally is. It literally is because no, we can do that. Literally why. We can it, do that with the pally because that's 30% no, less threat. Can't. We if can. One we do it tank, all the time. If there's one tank and there's two mobs that are far <laughs> apart from the warrior and you dot the one I'm not next to, it will run to you. You can That's do it with a pally tank. Yeah, maybe with a pally tank. Okay, just to let you know, Yip, I've done it with you and your group, but we've had Stoof. Like, literally, Listen, it's so it's different. No, it depends on how many there are, too. And it depends on like who it is. When I say the dots, it's it's really the shadow priest that I have the most issues with. Yeah, it's, I mean, I it's typically pull. It's usually not a warlock, except when you get like a string of crits that become a problem. But then I have taunt available. What I hate is having to blow taunt in the first one second of a of the <laughs> initiation well, of a fight. Like basically, the only lock say, that I you would have to deal with, though. The, like the only lock that would like actually have that big problem with you is Nem because he's a he's affliction. Yeah. Me and FJ, are, if there's two mobs, we're putting Curse of Agony on the other yeah, mob, the trash, and it like builds up bad. really slow. And like we're putting all the other stuff on the main mob we're killing. Then we're switching over. So like we're really not doing a whole bunch of multi dotting, but like the Shadow Priest and the Affliction locks definitely are. Yeah, I, I think from now X on. And what was the mage's name that was with us? Maddie. Maddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maddie. They died a lot. They went a little <laughs> crazy. I I think I got frustrated at one point. I was just like, because it was the ghosts, you know, that are in the side entrance. Oh, yeah. If you pull that from me, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like <laughs> they're taunt immune. Try not to. I don't know. There's just nothing I can do. <laughs> if I, if my, so without the shadow priest, it looks like on boss or not shadow priest without the boomkin, it looks like I've got like a total of like twelve percent miss or something between parry and dodge, and that's a good chance that my first global on an attack might miss in some way. So if you go ham, not looking at threat meters and see that I actually didn't even hit the thing yet. 
it's like it's insane for me to then get that back. So well, and the problem is, it, is that like with the lock, like so much is on our crits. Like other classes, yeah. like we have a two hundred percent crit. You know, like other classes, the crits don't jump you as high. Like well, if Frost we Mage crit like right that, off, the, oh, okay, it is. Mm. All right, but yeah, if yeah. we hit that crits right off the bat, we're like, oh my god, you know, and yeah. it's I mean, rough. Even despite it sounds like we're complaining a lot, still super quick. Oh, <laughs> dude, oh yeah, good. we <laughs> just. I mean, yeah, I think yeah, we yeah. only wiped once, and it was on. It was because oh, it was yeah, because I want we to talk just, about this. We were just okay. pushing too hard. We'll I want to talk about nightmare. Yeah. Because I took the blame for Nightbane, but after further reflection on what happened in that situation, I think that maybe it wasn't all of my fault. Okay. Go so on, what happened? So what happened was we were doing good on Nightbane. I feel like also Mira, the feral druid that we had. Mm-hmm kept innervating me and it, it took me a while to realize that i was like i was just like man i'm just mana conserving like a crazy person i'm just doing great <laughs> but no he was innervating no, me you amazing. <laughs> yeah i know but like i just like was so focused on like my bars over here and innervate uh, shows over here right and, yeah. yeah it's a, it's and, a easy fight to get lost in yeah and so okay so we're doing it and then we get tail swiped. The tail swipe. What? Yeah, I was just agreeing. You, it, okay. There was the tail swipe. So we Which, get tail swipe. Nightbane is really hard to deal with when he comes down. Okay, he's. I'm not complaining. <laughs> hey, yep. Even corpse has tail swiped us many times, so don't feel bad right. at all. <laughs> but we get tail swiped, and then Mel AOE heals, and then Mel gets aggro and dies. I thought that that was all my fault. Because I shouldn't have AoE healed. But if we hadn't gotten tail swiped, I wouldn't have had to AoE heal. Right. But you, I I will say though, (laughs) the, so right. I I totally agree that if there was a time where you were going to pull, it should be that time. Uh (laughs) Well, however, I didn't pull any other time. You went, I think you went overboard on AoE heals. I did. Proportional to the tail swipe. Yeah. Which, that's fair. When the the run, so it was an unbelievably clean nightbane. That's the only reason why it was frustrating is because everything was so perfect till then. But really, it was still just a really good nightbane. And then our next attempt was also really good. It was the first time yeah. I had a frost mage. Frost mages are so oh, broken and terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, what and the heck? something that I've tried to say, I tried to say to a lot of my teams, and I've just given up saying it because no one seems to like think it's a good idea, or they're just not listening to me. But I'm always like. When Nightbane comes down, let's start on the, not the wall, but the ledge. Because we have yeah. much less chance of getting tail swiped. Like, we have to move back and forth. Like, why not just start at the ledge where well, there's less chance of that happen? Give the tank more time to get it in the right position. Like, well, we can tell can start a little point. bit further back where healers won't lose line of sight. Like, that's always the issue for me is that, like, you have to move up to get into line of sight of the tank if you're starting on the wall on the inside right because it curves see it's like a circle and i think yeah bob i think that's a good idea yeah but yeah. all in all we destroyed it, it the first like, time for everything dps was I'll out say, of this world uh the one, the one thing I'll, I'll say about nightbane is that like 
Um, if you have more than one person that gets tail swiped, pray or many them because it won't give you threat and mm-hmm. it'll just ping off of every tick, right? Um, so it just goes yeah. back and forth between them and it doesn't give you any threat and it becomes super efficient. Oh, does tail um, swipe do a debuff? It's a dot. Yeah. Oh, it's a dot. I didn't realize that. It's actually a lot of damage. But it's a lot of damage. That's a good call. And I don't know the Prayer of Mending on its own, though, but I think I could have done Prayer of Mending in addition to a Prayer of Healing instead of doing Circle of Healing, because Circle of Healing is what really gets me in trouble. It's the instant. Yeah, Yeah, it's just like, boom, boom. Fast, fat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially in that scenario when Nightbane's about to go down, you just want to make sure people aren't dying. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not an unreasonable thing to happen at all. Uh, but our time would have been incredible without that wipe. Like we were feeding through that place. So that was that was really nice. Uh, my last thoughts on Karazhan before we move into these things, so can talk more about healing. Um, is just that was my first time with no Boomkin, with no Paladin, and basically no melee buff at all in my <laughs> my group. No Shaman, so I was getting feared all the time. Uh, I, I just like if I now have any of that, I at least want Wind Fury. If I don't have the Boomkin or the, or, the, or a uh, uh, or a Salvation, that Wind Fury is like a huge increase to threat. Uh, so I don't know. It would be I need something. That's what I that's what I learned. I was like, this is rough tonight. I had nothing except for a, a Feral Druid in my group, and it just it was rough with some pumpers. But I mean, the run still goes good. It's just my job yeah. is more frantic. That's the only the, thing. The other thing I mean, at least you had really misdirect. Yeah. At least you had misdirect. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's really big, I think. If I didn't and have misdirect, I would think that I was I, th- I would think the groups were trying to purposefully throw. And my <laughs> <group was> <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's move into. <laughs> Time for the news. So first off in the news, I really hate covering this. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But we got to because it's big news. Jab, a.k.a. J. Allen Brack, has resigned from Activision Blizzard as president. He's leaving along with the head of HR, which makes sense to me. and. Who is taking over? Oh, shoot. I had this up. I lost it now. So Jen O'Neill and Mike Yabara. Yes. And Mike Yabara was one of the one of the founding members of the Xbox Live team, which kind of revolutionized uh, console gaming on the Internet for everybody. So that's kind of cool. Jen O'Neill, I don't know much about, but she was the CEO of a company that Activision Blizzard acquired. So she was she she you know she was actually running a company of her own i know people have different thoughts about this so who wants to go first i'll just say bob and i fought a little bit about their replacements and i think that obviously this is bad for we the discussed company because, we did fight because i thought we had a, a disagreement but most importantly anyone who's worked at any company Someone leaving and then just bringing down the next two people in line to co-lead sounds like a nightmare (laughs) to me. It just sounds like a managerial nightmare. But most importantly, I just want to point out, one, 
Jay Allen Brack had the worst statement after this whole lawsuit thing unfolded. He, he It was just an embarrassment to himself and the company. Uh, so if you go read that, you'll you'll see what I mean. He, he references yeah. a famous feminist in it like, oh, they were our household name in my house growing up. And it's what are you even talking about? It was super embarrassing. But the main reason yeah. this happened is to cover for the CEO of Activision Blizzard. This happened the same morning that in or the the quarter two earnings call happened. So this was literally just a play for that reason. And I want to read. Let's see if I still have it up. Uh, I want to read this line, which I understand you've got shareholders to worry about. But as things go public, just reading this. If we experience prolonged periods of adverse publicity, significantly reduced productivity or other negative consequences relating to this matter, our business likely would be adversely impacted. We are carefully monitoring all aspects of our business for any such impact. It's like, shut up. That's like, something you say to the shareholders, though. I know it's a shareholder thing, but it is just so annoying to see horrible after horrible response to this and then get this earnings call info where they're forcing someone out as a scapegoat. Jay Allen yeah. Brack did not com- is not the reason all of this took place yeah. there. The sole reason. And I, it's just like a scapegoat for the earnings call. And we just, I don't know. We need to see more. That's my whole point. All right. We need to so see more. let me, so. I'll preface this by saying J. Allen Brack, I didn't know much about. All I knew about J. Allen Brack is you think you do, but you don't. Because yeah. I quit in, catac- <laughs> in, in Cataclysm when I thought World of Warcraft was starting to suck for me. Now, I'm not saying your game's bad. It started to suck for me. I quit. I was not one of the people that quit and then came back. Everybody talks about, oh, we always come back. No, I never came back. I did come back for 15 minutes in MOP. With the free level 90 boost or whatever. But I quit 15 minutes later after I was like, no. Okay, so Jay Allen Brack, you think you do, but you don't. It's kind of like the first impression thing. Like, you just, it's hard to ever live that down. Somebody's got to do amazing to beat a horrible first impression. And he never did that. Like, I hate to bring it back to As, to Asmund Gold again, but I heard him saying something like, Jay Allen Brack, at worst, or, you know, at best is just a really nice guy that didn't know how to run a company and at worst is incompetent or something to that that line. And so I've never thought that Jay Allen Brack was a good thing. And when Mike Morheim stepped down, I was there at BlizzCon and I was like, wait, you think you do what you don't, guy? It's take what? I was like, okay. Like, I was just upset at that point. So I've never appreciated jab other people might i have no idea what he did because he wasn't really well known to me when i was a avid player of world of warcraft but the argument or discussion yip and i had disagreement is yip said that they were moving up people that hadn't been at the company long and i was thinking to myself that's good because the people that have been the company a long time have fucked up for the last five to six to seven That's years. So, this is such a retcon <laughs> of our conversation. You pointed out that it was good they hadn't been there for a long time. Yes, exactly. It's good. Saying that that doesn't necessarily mean anything. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just saying. Obviously, the people that have been there for a long time, we don't want them moving up. 
I'm right. saying I, like I, I definitely agree. I'm that hoping that true. like I'm I'm I have hope that these two people can run it. But at the same time, I got to bring up the co-leading of the company. What <laughs> in the actual fuck? Okay, like. It doesn't work. It never works. It always sounds like a great idea. Maybe never works. Maybe three people, because then you can have the votes, but then still, like, it's just, I don't, yeah. yeah, Like, did you just do this to, like, promote a woman in there? Like, why not just make her the lead? Like, give us an explanation about this. This makes no sense whatsoever. Like, do you think she can't lead on her own? Do you think he can't lead on his own? Like, I, like, okay, okay. I think. It it just I, seems like a real weird weird thing, right? Okay, I I agree that I think that there are a lot of assumptions that we can make about this decision. I I don't know that that's the best avenue to go because I I've been in positions where I've made decisions and people make assumptions and you're just like, "What? No, that's not what it was." Right? And I I think we need to be sensitive to that. I do think that I I agree with yep. This was a political decision. I don't think it had anything to do with anything. It, I don't think it had anything to do with performance. I don't think it had anything to do with the lawsuit other than we need to fire somebody and somebody in a high position. And this is a blizzard issue, not an Activision issue. Well, and J.L. Breck has in been... In the side of things. It's been it the president. Matter, but he's been the president. Nothing really good has happened since the his presidency correct which is an classic. easy decision but even the if all-time he had high revenue the... for retail wow yeah <laughs> really like yeah so i think we're saying I thought this that was for blizzard overall i didn't think that was just for wow but i could be wrong but again we're saying this without the knowledge of that i think you put in co-leaders moving forward and i think that's a stupid idea i think you can say in the interim, these two people are going to take the role and we will figure out a more long-term solution to ensure that the culture of our company is moving in the direction that we would like to see it go. And I think that that is a much better response than these two people are our new leaders and they're going to take over, right? How does that fix anything? How does let that me, address anything? Let me give you a devil's ad uh, advocate sure. here that I... Like I thought of, and I didn't even know if I wanted to bring it up on the podcast, but I'm going to bring it up because the marriage between a man and a woman is one of the most strongest teams that I personally have ever experienced. I can't talk about like any other relationship, but like it's one of those strongest relationships that I've ever experienced and one of the best ways to make decisions about what's best for everyone involved boy or girl and yeah i don't know how to like actually properly put this but like maybe they're trying to go for that to try and make both sides happy and have checks and balances between men and women in the company then you need a board you don't need true, two people true yeah. because well, I just two think- people cannot effectively run a company unless they are exactly on the same page because no one has like, veto power over anybody else. No one can make decisions. But you and, and I, I aren't I, always on the exact same same page, but we we run correct. things and pretty good. But, but you're also not First, 
going personally. For stockholders. I know, I know, right. I know. That's I'm, what I'm saying. I'm like, personally, I'm like bringing it back to a weird place, but I'm just personally, saying. Personally, that's fine. Professionally, it's a nightmare, and I've experienced it. Right, I've experienced trying to have co-directors at our center, and all that happens is one person tries to outshine the other. Or one person is upset because the other one isn't doing enough. It's like if you've ever been in a group project where yeah. there's always the people that don't pull their weight and then they get the same grade as you, right? Like that is what it feels like to have co-directors. Now, I'm not saying that these two people can't work well together, but there will come a point where these two people need to stand on their own. Yeah, I was given devil's ad, ad, advocate. I don't think it's going to work. I think I, it's I just a crazy think idea. Of them. <laughs> Neither of them are suited to the role, I think, is the real like and my main point about them not being there that long is the reason they were both promoted is because neither of them individually is suited to be the president of Blizzard Entertainment. Like that is just what's up. So they had two people assume the responsibility. You know See, and I don't because know why that. wouldn't they just pick somebody then? That's why someone who's been there for a year is not someone who's suited to be the president of the entire company. However, if you say Two people are assuming the roles and responsibilities because like, are, what's their even official title? I think all they said is they're assuming the, ro- the responsibilities. Yeah, yeah they leaders moving forward. Yeah, yeah, they, like yeah they have, they have like, not been officially are, promoted. I think they're in the interim process at the moment. So right. it could be something that changes later. But for right now, I think they're giving themselves checks and balances as I yeah. think. I mean, I don't going. I personally don't care that much about their performance and what they're doing at Blizzard. I only care that JL and Brack got fired as a scapegoat for Bobby Kotick. So that's OK. And here, there are so many thing. horrible people on the Activision side and they just did this for their shareholders. That's my only to be fair. This was a Blizzard issue, though, not an well, Activision no, it's a, issue. No, it's an Activision issue, too. No, it's, the it's the lawsuit, I think, was a Blizzard issue. No, it's Activision Blizzard. The specific things that come up, isn't it Activision Blizzard? It's not just Blizzard. Well, I mean, there is no just, there is no just Blizzard, yeah, Blizzard Entertainment. It's still a studio under Activision Blizzard, right? Well, oh, really? They Are they? I thought it was just active. Okay, I have no When clue. did they I'm merge, though? I guess that's the question. And the they merged that... in like 2007. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's an Activision Blizzard problem, then I'd say. Okay, it's, that's, and that's been fine. long enough. Yeah. I guess my, my whole point is that. Yes, he's a scapegoat, but you're going to have a scapegoat. You cannot. Yeah. Now, you're in charge of this whole company. What happens underneath it is your responsibility. And if things go south like this, you pay the price. And that's what you signed up for. You can't just say, oh, I didn't know about that. Well, you should have. Okay? You should have. And that's the end of the story. You're done. Like, and if they hadn't have fired him, no, there's no excuse for that. So I I agree that he's a scapegoat. I don't think he was the end all be all person that should have done that made this happen. But I do think that he allowed the culture to grow and he allowed the culture to be sure. present underneath him. And at that point, it's like, okay, you might not you might be able to get us out of this, but it's not worth it. And we're going to move on. I don't know that their solution is good, but it could that their solution is something temporary until they figure out what they want to do. They just need to communicate that better. Yeah, the sad part is, is Jab probably reached out to uh, good old 
I hate that his name's Bobby. That pisses me off. But like he probably reached out to Bobbert and asked for help at different times. And I'm guessing that, you know, it was told. I'm guessing that's why Afrasabi left uh like last you know, like last year, a year and a half ago, is because they said quietly get him out the door. You know, but and I'm sure Jab is getting a severance package. I mean, he's not destitute. He is a millionaire. He's gonna be sitting pretty for the rest of his life as long as he took care of his money. So I wouldn't I think feel too bad for him. We're making a lot of assumptions that I wouldn't be careful about, right? Like, oh no, I said speculation at the start. I know. I'm just saying. Like, I I just think we just need to be careful about assuming what's happening behind the yeah. scenes. An like, assumption think, would yeah, be Rack thinking Lothal's it's true. Money gambling. Yes, this is speculation. We are not assuming anything. We are speculating, which is just a just a process of pretend. So, yeah, yeah. I think I think we've covered Jalen Brackley. Even yep, unless Kim Kim, has something. Yeah, Kim, you haven't gotten to talk. Yeah, Kim didn't get stuck. I don't really have any. uh, I don't know. I haven't really been keeping up with it, to be honest. Like, it's one of those things where, like, eh. I, I don't really like to think about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it, it's also outside I the classic either. sphere a lot as well. It really is. Classic, it, like maybe some of these issues exist in the classic team, but the classic team is much smaller. I'm sure they are on their own. Uh, they are led by a woman. So I'm sure that the culture specifically for classic might be different. And it doesn't seem to be having as big of effect on people in classic, I think. Yeah. Yep. So we're going to, we're going to move on. And, uh, we're going to hope that the people that they made in charge can do something good. That's all we're going to hope. And we'll just see what happens. So the next piece of news is just a little one. Cause we've talked, we've talked about most of the stuff that, that came in, but this is the PTR up update. There's some things that we didn't talk about. We did talk about serpent shrine cavern coming out, the eye coming out also known as SSC. It's really weird that it has two names. It's no, the eye is the Tempest Keep one. Am oh, I yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're right, you're right, you're okay. right. And uh, <laughs> yep, okay, so that's the one that's weird. Serpentine Caverns is in yeah. Zangermarsh in the Cold Fang Reservoir. I'm sure you've tried to walk in there, go into the wrong dungeon before. It says you need a raid, that's it. The eye is in Tempest Keep, it's the big plat. Form surrounded by the three that you go to the dungeons up in Nethers, uh, Netherstorm. We talked about Ogrela and Shatari Skyguard daily quests coming in. We'll probably talk more about that once they actually open up. Guild Banks, the group browser tool, and then, um, but the things we did not talk about is I'm going to actually go out of order here. The thing here, I want to talk about the first raid reward. So 25 band. This has been rough for everybody that I've talked to. Dropping one piece of tier gear in every 25-man boss, that is changing. It's going uh, nice. King uh, King Malgar, Gruul, and Magtheridon are going to start to drop two tier four tokens each kill. And then the new ones, uh, Lathoris the Blind, Fathom Lord, Carathras, Lady Vash, Void Reaver and Kel Thos Sunstrider. I should have you read these, yep, because you're so much better at those. They are going to drop two tokens as well, which is, I think, a huge and awesome needed change. I think this happened to TBC as well. 
yeah, but I think not this patch. in reality, yeah, I think in reality, nobody remembered that only one token dropped for a while. Everyone was ready for two to drop, and they're like, "Wait, what the heck? <laughs> it's only dropping one." Yeah. Probably because not that many people were rating as quickly as as mm-hmm. we are now. Um, but yeah, I Can mean, we talk it, about it's though cool. that it's good. it's good, but <laughs> to play devil's advocate here, it also I don't have a lot to get from Gruller Mag. And it dropping two tier pieces, okay, maybe we'll get those pieces for our other players quicker, but then those just become obsolete raids, right? No. We don't need to do that because we get to craft things, I guess, which is super expensive, but... Right. Well, they, I mean, they're not obsolete. They're, They're people like, so like a Feral Droid wants four of four, um, or even maybe their their whole set, maybe even for their uh, for their tier set. And just by RNG, you might not get that in 25 bands right now. That's the biggest problem. Well, just those think situations about it. are just impossible. Yeah. Correct, just OK. Correct, just think about it. it hold on. Like, hold on. Hold on. Let me just put okay. it into pers- into perspective. If only one tier token drops per 25 band boss, that means 25 weeks to get everybody in your yeah at minimum to get everyone in your raid their tier so whether you need it or not like that's a huge bad thing this cuts it in half yeah and i agree i i guess i'm just saying i feel like i don't need a lot from 25 minutes so maybe that's why i'm not i don't care you guys guys maybe think (laughs) also because uh to like kind of speed up the release of different content because like i feel like if you have the normal timeline that i guess tbc went in it might be reasonable to have like that long of a time to collect all those pieces but if they're gonna speed up some of the content maybe release some raids a little uh earlier than they did originally like might be worth it to have everyone just grab two pieces per, you know, boss and stuff like that, right? I think um, it just has I think it's a fine balance. Their, well, I think it's our TBC. It's how TBC works, right? It's just, it's just how yeah. They, um, okay. yeah, so I think giving more gear is good. It's a good catch-up mechanic as well, too. But I think it goes really well hand-in-hand hand with the fact that they're also going to be nerfing all the content as well, also. So when T5 mm-hmm. comes out, we're going to get nerfed oh, Caro. So we're going to we get... We talked about that. Uh, we, yeah, I think we've mentioned I mean, it. We have. I don't think we it's mentioned that it was going to be nerfed on the show at all. I think we talked yeah. about that in Discord. I mean, maybe when it was coming out, we mentioned it. I yeah, think, I like, think it, was like, it was announced. We talked about it. Very, yeah, it was a very small thing, right? I think. Yeah. Like the thing is that every patch of content, they're going to nerf the previous raid tier uh, to their pre to their post nerf uh, levels. So I think that that's just how they want it to be dropping more gear. You know, nerfing the content. I think it'll be more accessible to alts. It'll be more accessible to people who are just coming back into the game, uh, which has been pretty good um, because uh, maybe because a low amount of gear has been dropping. It's sort of been like even if someone leveled to seventy right now, they wouldn't even really be behind this phase very far. You know, we had a shaman come in who just leveled late because um, he re-rolled for us and he got like full gear in a week. And yeah, is just. I mean, there how now. many void crystals yeah. did I give you last night? 23 right yeah what? Like, yeah, yeah from karazhan oh my god yeah I mean, and well i mean my procs are good though i get two on a lot of them good. well and you know, that's yeah. that's a big pro- proponent of like we 
disenchanted a lot of that stuff, but just just remember, we're in a guild where the majority of people are crafting their BIS items too. If you weren't crafting your BIS items, there'd be a lot more loot for you in carrots. Just like the loot drops, you're like, well, there's no point in taking this. I have my crafted BIS. And there's a lot of people need, that like, don't have that cash pieces. to do that. But I also think it should have went a little bit further and they should have dropped an extra item as well besides tier. In those, because our guild is yet to see a DST. Our guild is yet to see a Blood Ball blade from Gruel, the caster blade. I think like, it would have so... been better if they dropped an extra item and not an extra tier piece, right? Because there's a lot of tier pieces that aren't needed as much. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, there'll, be, there'll be more options, though. There'll be more options in T5 uh, for like weapons and stuff like that, whereas the tier is just like. The tier. If you really want that two piece set bonus and you just can't get right. it for some reason, it's a little bit easier. But it's still um, better than yeah, nothing. I mean, and again, I think it's really trying to just follow the actual TBC. I think that's just a big portion of it. Is these yeah. bosses did drop two tier tokens later? I don't. I think they'd be much less open to just like kind of changing how the drops work to make it better for people. Because I, I mean, I think the tier is what most people are complaining about. Our guild also just has really bad luck in twenty five mans. I think is really what it comes down to i've read people who are like their tanks are about to get dst because everyone else already has one so. oh my god yep and it yeah. yeah it also i do think it's a fine balance just real quick i think it's a fine balance for them on speeding up the content versus like continuing the content and delaying it because but hold on they, they have to they're not they speeding have to up have the this... content though no, no no that's what kim was talking about like do you think they want to speed up the content and I think it's this balancing act for them of how do we maintain the most subscription as possible? <laughs> and how do we say this is quick enough to keep people subscribed, but this is not too quick that people feel like they're or we're not capitalizing on our money, basically. Right. Like, would they say subscribe for a couple more months <laughs> until we put that out <laughs> and we could capitalize on our money? I'm just being the devil's advocate well, here. I think I it's a the, I wonder what the info on alts is as well, because, like, I feel like, honestly, we probably have way more alts now than we did back in the day. And, like, maybe they, I made this is probably giving them too much credit, but maybe they were like, oh, you know, it'd be cool if these guys can get their alts geared uh, as well. I don't know. Well, and but that's the whole thing about my all. I'm just like, eh, it's gonna be nice. We're <laughs> yeah. in a weird time too, because this content is actually delayed. Like we, like we had the phase two con content that's coming out short, uh, sh yeah. uh, shortly at launch of TBC, and so that's why they they actually made it longer for us. And I think anybody who just has one main is probably upset that they tiered that content. But anybody like me that has two characters, I love that I've been able to gear out my PvP tune and been able to do that. I don't know that I would have been able to do that had I been concentrating on everything else in the other raids. So I, for one, have loved it, but other people might not have. And yeah, it's, it's, I think it's really easy to be bored right now if you only have one character because it was pretty easy to come online as your main. But I think people underestimate like anyone who thinks that the, no, that T5 shouldn't have been tiered at all 
needs to think about how much you had to do to get your character online as far as getting, you know, your heroics revered, getting into the heroics and getting your badge gear. Imagine also at the same time you were able to raid SSC and being able to raid the eye. I think that first month and a half would have been nuts. I think when we and look just back, think about doing the attunements too, which I've been able to do like leisurely. Like yeah, I think I think when we look back, we'll say Maybe this phase should have been shorter or something, but having it all come out would have been an absolute nightmare <laughs> and put people on such different playing fields. But yeah. Yep. And so, yeah, so we're going to we're going to move on from that piece and we're just going to hit the very last piece. We've talked about it a little bit, but I want to clarify some stuff for you. So last week we talked about how the uh, the rep PVP gear blues was going to come out and Thralamar, Honor Hold, Sanarian Expedition, the Shatar, Lower City, and Keepers of Time. Now, we told you that you just had to be honored to get these. And that's the way it was when it released in Sun in Sunwell inish, initially. Problem is, is that they're they're making a little change they're making it so you can only get the gear if you're revered in those in those factions which is something that was never in tbc because it came in sunwell as a catch-up mechanic they are going to change it to honored once the sunwell patch comes but just so you know your alts are going to need to be revered to get this gear in the different spots so it's a little something that they kind of changed um, the other, the other thing is, um, I don't know, like, I don't know why people thought honor would be reset, but they clarified, they, they clarified that honor will not be reset at the beginning of season two. So you can bank season one. I think one, in retail it does that. That's probably why they're oh, clarifying it. Okay, in retail at the end of the season, honor turns into like gold or something. Gotcha. I yeah. Wrong, but. That, that was not the way it was in TBC. You could definitely bank. And I still don't remember if you could bank arena points, but I think you might've been able to do that too. But um, you're not going to be able to do that here though. So when season one ends, there will be a two week off season period where season two be, uh, uh, then, after two weeks, when season two begins, any r remaining unspent arena points will be converted to honor points at the rate of one arena point to 10 points. So if you have 100 arena points, you'll have 1,000 honor. So arena points will be wiped, well, not wiped, but converted to honor. So you will not be able to save those, but you will be able to save honor. So that's the clarification that they changed. There's going to be a two-week off-season. We don't know when that's going to be. It's kind of weird. I wonder if that's going to be like right as the raids come out, so you have time to get like raid gear in that two weeks also. Be Probably. That's how this phase worked, right? Are yep. they changing uh, honor gear um, as well? Like, Are they upgrading it? Not season or not. I don't think. Okay, so they haven't told us specifically. There are new things, but I don't think they're coming until phase three, which would have been the original time we got more stuff, and you'll get rings right. and different things. So honestly, if you're sitting pretty on your gear, you're probably gonna be you're probably gonna be pretty good. You're probably gonna be able to just spend your honor on season one glad gear, which is currently only a available on um for our arena points so you should be able to be at all purples with just i'm not sure honor. we talked about this a little bit but i've heard that people were saying it wasn't until season three that arena season one was available for honor 
That might be true. I'm like, they, I mean, they haven't really like they put out mentioning that in these PTR notes, right? <laughs> yeah, they haven't really put out because this is, this is definitely we are going to have one more arena season than we had an actual TBC. So, or no, we're not. They're actually just like making. Okay, we're off on a tangent. Let's let's just end this when when we know more. We'll definitely clarify, but that's all we know for right now. So probably should hold on to your honor for a little bit just to see okay, if they drop really the prices. Quick, though, <laughs> it does look like as seasons progress, it's actually a two season gap. Original TBC where season one items were made at a fifteen percent arena point discount and then made for honor uh, in season three. So if it follows that, you could probably not expect okay, it. To okay. But yes, let's move on. All right. Yes, definitely. All right, guys, let's move into <sighs> Bobby. We need to have a talk about this World of Warcraft classic. Do I look like I know what a WoW token is? So this week in discussion, it's going to be a lot of Mel and Kim because we're going to be talking about healing. And I don't know if Yip's ever healed. I only healed for a short time PvP and Cataclysm. I healed a lot, actually. I, I healed for all of Siege of Orgrimmar on a Shaman, which was, as we all know, three years long. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about like his like warrior talent that heals. I did too! <laughs> all right, so to start off, I just want to go with like overall how different... TBC healing is compared to vanilla healing and you guys priest and priest priest druid but you know give us just a little kind of overview of like what all changed and what's very different and what's not so different okay the let base? me start no 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 Kim you can't go because you're gonna encompass everything so let me start <laughs> more, uh... <laughs> um, sure. uneducated point of view here um in my mind, the biggest things that changed from vanilla or classic to TBC. Did you mean to say classic, not vanilla? Like, no, Van well, doesn't. I like, meant to say vanilla because classic, classic. I feel like they've made it encompass all of okay, what's okay, going okay. on now. So I talk classic he, he means vanilla from a year ago. Yeah, classic okay, vanilla to now. classic CVT. Calculate like maybe we should have him go instead. Actually, now <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but I guess mine will be short and sweet, right? I think that some of the biggest things are that in classic it was uh, very easy and kind of you had forty people and you kind of did your thing and nobody was held accountable. For anything, right? Like, if somebody died, nobody really knew whose fault it was, right? Like, you could kind of go back on the logs and look, but it was like, but who really didn't heal that person? Um, and I think positioning was very different in Classic than it is now in TBC. I feel like now healers need to know the fights a little bit better to understand yeah. where they need to be and why and that they can't be inside the mob to get cleaved because apparently that's the thing. <laughs> but I think that's the biggest difference for me. Also, classic things went so quickly. I could just flash heal my way through life. And that was annoying, but also like 
the best way to do it. Now it's more so like, okay, I need to conserve mana at the beginning of this fight, so I need to use a downrank of greater and try to proc this. And I think there's a more strategy into healing in TPC than there was in Classic. I uh, I 100% agree with the... Uh, actually, all those points, really. Um, <laughs> in Classic, it was really just like, oh, can we just like flash heal people to full and then just chill out you know if you're out of mana like, well, and it was really like cares, it was like right? flash heal because if you didn't flash heal you definitely weren't going to get your heal off before the person that was flash healing in front of you <laughs> right like well, you were just going to overheal right okay. because there was so much there were so yeah. many healers and so much ability to heal that if you didn't yeah. have a fast heal you weren't going to get a heal off well, you really had to be on top of your stop casting at that point, right? Because there, there's that like, there like if you use a any type of raid frames that have the enhanced like, you mm-hmm. know, it, where the bars go over their actual I bar. Do, Kim, I do. Right, right. But for the public, you know, <laughs> um, basically when I start my like, I still do this in TBC, right? Was like when I start my slower heals, and I see that within that like one second difference between your yeah. two casts um if someone's if someone starts a, a like a smaller heal it looks like i'll just cancel it, my my uh greater heal right away right but if it has gone to like the two second mark and i have like 0.5 seconds and i see someone start casting i'm like i'm just gonna finish mine they get canceled theirs right um, right but don't you find it frustrating that other people don't do that no it's just more mana for me yeah Yeah, that's Uh, fair like um yeah i think i think i really enjoyed the uh slow cast play style mainly because if you start your cast and you end up canceling it that puts you in the five second rule way easier right Mm -hmm. so your your overall mana regen over a long enough fight, like it becomes Hold a on. pretty big difference. Hold on. So for anybody who didn't catch your episode before, we explained the five second rule because you just said cancel spell cast. And the only time I do that is as a DPS is when the mob's oh, about yeah. to die. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not gonna get this off. I'm gonna get my soul fire or my uh uh my instacast off or my conflagrate off. He's talking to but, region mana. But yeah, but I want him to yeah. explain to the public what oh, the okay. five second rule is because that's something that a lot of like casuals might not know. Right. So the five second rule is um well, I guess now the uh the waiting for the stats between spirit and, and have changed for at least pre-stealing. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's now this weird ratio. Anyway, the whole idea is um after your last cast goes off. Right, it begin it begins this five second timer, um, where after five seconds, you begin regening mana as normal, right? And the idea is that you can still start casting within that time, and if you don't, if you stop cast, right, um, you can basically just like get into the five second rule, right? Um, so you're so regening you, mana as if, you if you're not in combat. Cast, Wait, if you start a cast, no, it does not put you in five second rule. Okay, it, it's only I thought when it you, did. No, it's only when it actually goes off because that's when you use mana. So anytime you use mana, basically, Got like it. so, if 
I, I basically circumvent this type of thing by using inner focus as mm -hmm. well. Um, basically, you know, inner focus, long ass prayer of healing spell, right? right. That's all time right. that like, even if the cast goes off and you have uh, inner, in, like if you have the inner focus up, you spend no mana and you're still in the five second rule, um, which is like a super cool mechanic where uh, the inner focus plays doubly into your mana region because one, it's free fat heal. Right. And then the other You're thing is you get to FSR. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, for priests with primal moonclaw set, you end up in combat regening 20% of um, your out of combat number, uh, which I'll have to pull it up on Kim at one at, you know, at some point in this conversation. Um, but it it it's actually really important in longer fights to be relatively observant of this because of the fact that like if you don't like even if you're doing everything right and you have like 10% overheal right if you're not regening mana at any point in the the fight you're going to need a lot of int or like mm -hmm. straight mp5 and and uh i should preface this by saying that i think fsr is really important for druids and priests which are more dependent on spirit Hold on. as F a regen mechanism fsr fsr five second rule five second oh, okay rule? gotcha gotcha yeah, um, okay. and then i think i think pallies and shammies are more reliant on having the mp5 stat if i'm not mistaken although i have not played either so if I there's think someone druids out there are more reliant on mp5 i think pallies are more reliant on crit Okay, the crit thing, I for sure. Um, huh. I think, and I, I, I could be totally wrong on that. I know Pallies were reliant like... on crit in Vanilla Classic. Right. Anyway, yeah, yeah, the, it's, point, it's the point is non-spirit, non yeah. non-spirit, right? Non-spirit, um, correct. Yeah, and the reason why I'm assuming Druids is because of Innervate and how that works, um, but I could, be, I could be wrong on that. Um, yeah, that's, that's the whole deal about FSR. Um, I always say FSR, even though five second rule is just one more syllable, but whatever. It's fine. Um, it's fine. <laughs> fine second rule. Um, yeah. So I guess uh, for my points on what has changed between TBC and uh, like vanilla classic is you have a, like priests in particular are extremely robust in what they can do. And I've actually found myself using a lot more flash heal compared to classic, uh, because in, in classic I just used like I just bombed fat heals and stop casted a lot, and then had my renews fill in the gaps. Um, but I'm finding myself like using a lot of flash heals because the damage intake is just that much quicker. So if you don't flash heal, your tank could just die, right? Um, whereas before yeah, there's certain moments where it's necessary for sure. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I'm, I also really love, I don't know, even just, just for the sound effect prayer mending, I think it's one of the <laughs> coolest things. If I could, if I could have that as my like text tone, I would do that. Oh my God. Yip uh, loves, Yip loves the prayer. Oh, mending sound yeah, effect. I, I, I heard, I, I was hearing that episode. Ting, ting, like, ting, 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 ting. <laughs> Truly uh, terrible. Got to get used to it. <laughs> Literally, when uh, I play with Yip, I do it way more often. 
<laughs> yeah, it's very satisfying, especially awesome. on It is. Awesome. Well, when there's cleave and you're hearing ching, 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 it's like, dude, who's yeah. ringing that bell? You know, like, damn. We got that. Yeah, as a deep as a DPS, you like hearing the ching because you're like, well, that might come to me. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Um, but I think it's also important to note that the prayer of mending doesn't give any aggro to you. Yes, very, And very that is a very note. beneficial point of that heal spell. So you can yeah. put it on them before they go in. Yeah, you should, if you're a priest, if let's say you're the only priest in your care out or 25 men or whatever, like you should basically always have prayer mending up on the tank before they pull. Just it's mm-hmm. like a mini misdirect, I guess. Um, although the the scaling of healing threat uh, to a damage threat is like, I think, half. So it's not as amazing, but like, hey, that's threat that you're not getting from healing him extra because he took damage, right? You're just he's just getting the the heal that he healed himself for. Uh, right. It nice. still gives him that threat, right? It yeah. doesn't give yeah, it to us. It, it doesn't give it to anybody else. It gives him that extra little boost, even if it's a tiny bit. Like, right. it's still helpful. And, you know, like, I was exploring this thought a, a while ago, but it would have been really nice for Reflective Shield to be able to provide threat. And, like the damage from Reflective Shield. That would be great, right? Don't they, they add that in? Shield? Don't they, they add don't. that in in Wrath? Wait, from Power Work Shield? Can I clarify? Uh, uh, the, the Reflective Shield talent, um, I think it's like six tier or something like that in disc. Uh, but it like specifically states it doesn't give extra threat. Um, but anyway, that's kind of a, a non sequitur. Um, I also think that with uh, with with us being able, like having jammies now, it's really cool that we all like we can, we have like a hey, I can also AOE heal other groups. You know, like um, with Circle of yeah. Healing, it's just so powerful. Like. Um, if there's a lot of radio going out, like especially in care, I'll find it particularly useful to combo like an inner focus with a, I mean, if given I'm not like running into mana issues or something, like if there's fat raid damage, I'll go inner focus, max rank prayer. And then right as it finishes, just land a circle on the other group. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and this all comes out in heal comms or, or voodoo or whatever. So your other healer really should like be like, Oh, he's healing his own group. Like, pretty fat i'll just start healing the other ones and then by the time your cast but they off, don't they don't <laughs> let's be real i have so many times been in a max rank inner focus prayer of healing and it's like do 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 and then it's like whoop, 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 oh yeah and i'm like people people <sighs> grabbing your uh poh yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that also pisses me off. It's it's a it's a thing. You guys have uh, you guys have moved on to pet peeves, which I which I have later with with which are <laughs> oh, non healer misconceptions. You'll probably get them with every conversation. But I think. Why don't you give me right the differences between healing a five man heroic group as opposed to a twenty five man or even ten man raid? If you want to throw that in there too, but ten mans are kind of weird. Uh. Yeah, for for priests, uh, I think honestly, I would say uh, shammies exist now, so I can't really say that. But I, I do think that priests are really like the ultimate catch-all five-man healer. Yeah. Just prayer, oh, yeah. 
like both levels of prayer are so powerful. You don't even need circle of healing, right? So if you're just going to do heroics, you can Five go in, Yeah, you don't need circle yeah. of healing. Like, because prayer can basically cover everything unless you're really in that, like, like butt clench moment where you have right. to. Everybody's taking it and you're like, nah, nah, nah. yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. It's really, really nice to be able to heal like five mans relatively easy. Your your mana conservation in five mans is like pretty great because you're not healing all the time because you're not playing the whack-a-mole game so much. Um, Shadow Fiend was a game changer too. Oh like, yeah. Let's I, be I, real. I absolutely love Shadow Fiend. I really dislike I don't it. use it, has, it enough. <laughs> it has its own like it has a mind of its own as well, which is kind oh, of yes. annoying, right? Like um, in five mans you have to be careful. Care, you have to be careful too. I accidentally yeah. pulled uh extra mobs by using it on trash. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, what? Like, whose pet is that? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know whose it was. And then it just it, disappears. It's like, yeah, like <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, guys. Like, like it, NPCs be crazy sometimes, right? Yeah, um, it's fine. Yeah, Shadow Fiend for sure was a game changer. Uh recently I was uh I picked up the Mad Alchemist stone which is really actually underrated um, if you go through mana pots like I do. Uh, I know basically all of us do. Um, it, I will say, And though, that is the tip, trinket that gives you 25% more bonus for uh, consumables, right? For, I for specifically mana pots 30%. three. Is it? Okay. I was like just trying to... I was just trying to clarify for everybody listening at home that might not know what that is. Hold on. I don't know what you mean. It does also give extra threat when you do that. <laughs> um, but so, wait, what I wanted to say is that pro tip, uh, I use a mana pot and then I do my shadow fiend and then I use a mana pot again when it's a long fight. Because you have to make sure that yeah. you're not using your shadow your fiend. Yeah. yeah, right? Like, think of the cooldown. You got to spread out your your uses of like yeah totally um another random thing that i've been exploring is the uh major dreamless sleep potion um mm -hmm. which is actually phenomenal uh with the alchemist stone as it gives you over five thousand health and mana on one use um, okay question so i'm not an alchemist on my priest but can you use the major dreamless sleep potion when you're in combat I'm yeah. guessing. Uh, just, okay. You just got to make sure you don't get hit, or you got to let you're not, know in... not to dispel you. <laughs> yeah, that's really the biggest thing. Is like I know we have a lot of really, really fast dispellers in our guild yes. as well. Yeah. So uh, in like the larger raids, I really won't use it just because, like, I mean, also the chance of getting hit by like mechanic damage is like pretty high, right? Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, like I I generally use Mad Alchemist potion just because they're so cheap. Um and they're like just marginally worse than the regular super mana. Um yeah. Uh it's funny, well, I use super mana potions, but I don't think I've looked into Mad Alchemist potions. Well and you, well, you can only can't use get the alchemist. Yeah, and you can't get the oh. Alchemist Stone either because it's an alchemist thing and you're Okay. Your so I could do it on my druid. An alchemist. You could totally do it on your druid. Yeah, it's it's okay. basically a free intervape. And that's consortium rep that you get that pattern, right? 
Is oh, that where yeah. I saw it? Uh, oh, actually, the, the, no, the, the stone. Me. The Mad Alchemist oh. Stone. I don't know. Uh, it might be Shatar. I forget. Anyway, yeah, it's a uh, it's one of those things I've just like explored as a um, a side thing. Like uh, those who have like played with me kind of know that I I have a tendency to swap out my trinkets a lot. So I'll use one, use item rack to queue up the next set, and then by thirty seconds into the next like fight or after the next fight, I'll have another set of trinkets ready to use. I have like three or four different sets. Uh, I Kim's really such macro. a hardcore gamer when compared to me. If you guys want to know how to really heal, go to Kim. I mean, if this is what DPS to... do too with with yeah, with trinkets. Also, we just rotate. Okay. This yeah, is it's, not it's Mel. Nice. Um, but also, like the cool thing about Mad Alchemist Stone is that you can uh, swap it on outside of com- like outside of combat. Use your major Dreamless Sleep, and then pop back uh, another trinket. And it's basically like you just drank in twelve seconds, right? Like it's it's so fast. Um, anyway, that's kind of getting off the topic of yeah, uh, yeah. But did did we actually hit on the difference between? We did. Like, but but we, did we even hit well, twenty five okay. man? Talked about, yeah, we, we talked, talked about, about five uh, mans. Five man, twenty five man. I'll say. Um, I think I think prayer mending is really. I, I think it's accurately rated. Like it's not. I wouldn't say it's underrated, but it definitely should be utilized uh, on cooldown on. Yeah. Boss, uh, on fights where like the mechanics will come to kill you, or like, especially because honestly, any cooldown, right? Like. There's no reason that an instant like heal um, you when you take damage shouldn't be used. Oh yeah, and I'm yeah, not saying I use it on cooldown, but I'm saying that it I probably should. It is like the the choice thing for like prepping into a fight, um, and like just maintaining. But don't forget about it funny, once you get like, in the fight. When I did yeah. PvP healing on a disc druid in Kata. Like I was basically throwing prayer of mending out on cooldown because yes. like it just made sense for there. But in PVE, it probably is very, very different. Well, well it depends. In, uh, if it's a fight that there's a lot of AOE damage or there's multiple people taking damage, I will which say is PvP. in in five mans and ten mans, I can't tell you how many times I prayer of healing the tank. And it goes to the freaking pet. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I guarantee it is 80% of the time that well, I there's a hunter somewhere that's happy or mending a tank and it goes to the pet and the pet to, never yeah. takes damage. So it just starts to expire. The, the, the pro right? tip here, the pro tip uh, here is to just heal up the pet so it doesn't go to him. Because it, it'll, it'll go to the lowest. No, Mel but the does pet not like even to take heal damage, pets. Right? Like, I do heal pets. <laughs> anyway, Since um, you had your void or your like whatever Felgard. Felgard, thank you. Oh yeah. I Bob have pet bars. Right? <laughs> I have pet bars on my thing and they're like twice as big as my like I mean raid hunters, bars and I can't though, figure out how to make it better. For hunters though, it's really um it's really important. Well like, for uh, hunter- Hunter pet is a significant part of their damage. I yeah, think. we don't have demo. Like do. we don't have anybody doing demo lock, but demo lock, if done right, is actually just comparable with destro and affliction. So, 
if we had anybody doing that, it'd be extremely important, but no one in our guild's doing it. Yeah. Um, the one thing I'll say about prayer mending within a, a larger raid context is that, um, so what boss, boss swing timers are what, two seconds each, right? The cooldown on prayer mending is 10 seconds and has five charges. Pretty ideal for bounce back and forth between the tanks. Um, it, it does also have a range, like soft limit, I'd, I'll say. Um, so if they're mm-hmm. tanking kind of far apart, you won't see that ideal ching, 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 ching action. Right. Um, but, you know, like, honestly, there's probably raid damage going out in 25 men. So it's, it's like kind of whatever at that point. Um, but it is nice to just kind of uh, see. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love how Kim is just. Ching, uh, ching. I love how Kim is just like paused on video right now. If you're not yeah, watching right. live okay. or watching on YouTube, we're oh, just looking okay. at Kim. It looks like he's I about to. I feel like if you, if you put your prayer of mending out and you don't hear the ching, 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 you it's have to figure out what's wrong. It's so sad. It's disappointing. It's, so sad. it's super disappointing. Yeah. And this is why I know that pets have my prayer of mending, right? Because I'm like, where is it? I'm like, hmm. Yeah, also if the if uh they've recalled their pet, like that's just the worst, right? Because like the pet normally gets pawned because it's within range and it it has taken some damage, right? It's um, usually because I put it on the tank. And it goes to the tank takes damage, but nobody else takes damage yet. And so it goes to the pet because it's closest. Yeah, um, I, I really do a little trick for uh, palm utilization uh, early on is to like, if people are drinking, it, it, palm lasts 30 seconds, hey. right? So you, you toss it on the tank. Hold on, hold on. I got it. I'm sorry, but like the podcast, like lots of people don't know these acronyms. So I got to ask Herb you. Mending. Yeah, uh, to yeah, just say, mending. just say the whole thing because people complain about that all the time <laughs> okay for sure yeah like i yeah i uh anyway so so prayer amending you can basically toss onto the tank like while everyone's drinking and then you start drinking and then if they pull within that 30 seconds you have another prayer amending just to toss on them for that extra threat generation right um which is really nice like so it doesn't really matter that much if like your first one doesn't go to someone but like once you're actually on cooldown that's when you want to see like the bouncing, yeah. right? Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think yeah. I usually do that, but it's not as conscious as Kim makes it sound. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, honestly, I, I had to, like, I think I accidentally do that, right? I had to drill it into myself to make it habit just because, like, playing, playing a tank as well, like, it, it just becomes something that's like, ah. Oh, Oh, that's cool. I I should be doing that, you know. See, um, yeah. this sucks because I need to move us on to the next thing. But this is really good. I'm bummed that you have to raid so so soon. I wish you could be a little. You are the main tank. You could be a little late. Yeah, you know, just have to deal with it. But nah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> let's I talk. Do that to All right, let's definitely Move hit. On. Let's definitely hit Cad uh, uh, Cadman's question about the difference between pve healing to pvp healing because that is a huge difference i actually had a conversation with jasmine the other night and he was telling me that he that he thinks that 
having resilience in BEGs is not worth it, where it is worth it in arenas. And I was trying to make the point that if you're unkillable and just healing, the DPS is going to pick those things off because any smart team is going to come for heals. Like, you're not going to usually get teams that, well, you might. I mean, it just depends. But a smart team is coming for the heals and yeah. not going for DPS. Like, that's what we do, right? That's what yeah. we do. So, so like, I mean, just give honestly, me some differences. Okay. Can I go first? Because I know Kim go has more experience. But Actually, you might have more experience in PvP healing mm-hmm. than Kim the moment okay yeah I mean, I but have... i don't have priest pvp healing experience true, i have true. druid pvp healing experience right and i think the biggest difference for me is that they will come for me and i feel like no matter what our teams always know that i'm the healer and for some reason our teams never attack their healers but their teams always focus on me (laughs) and that's how i feel i know that's not correct but that's how i feel right is that like i am targeted and if i don't have resilience i will die in a second yeah you get deleted you need somebody to cyclone you (laughs) oh yeah i've been cycloned I've been cycloned i've been sheeped i've been like anything and everything right like I feel like a lot of it too comes down to like who you're in comms with, right? Because if, mm-hmm. if you have the ability and the level of crowd control that we've been running with, like being able to call out like, hey, I need peels. I'm like in the back of BS or something like that. Like I've seen Bob and Yip just like intercept me like on me and take like some of that damage off me, right? Yeah, and yeah. And you call it out. That. Like yeah, lots, yeah. like lots of heels don't call it out. Even in comms, they'll 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 basically call it out when they're about to die. When they're dead, and that's too <laughs> well. Just ab- too late. yeah, just about to die is too late. As soon as a melee gets on you, you should be calling for peels. Yeah, even what I, I will say, sometimes I feel like you guys know that that melee is on me because you're literally attacking the melee at the same time. We have, but blinders, then you go to another no target. Clue. I know, but in my mind, I'm like, well, you were literally just here. So what do you not know that this person? At least for, for me, for Warrior, if I need to go back, I I intercept and then I just start spamming hamstring, trying mm-hmm. to get the uh, trying oh, to get yeah. the uh, immovable, so you can and actually I, get away. I love when you do that too, because it's just like not only does it potentially stun them, it allows me to run maybe at the same pace as them. Right, because I'm I probably have something like something like that's a Bob tip, something that I've been trying to get used to, but I think it's going to be really good once I get it down. Is intervene is something new for warriors, and a mouse over intervene macro is huge because like if I have to try and click on a ally and then intervene to them, that's that takes a while. But if I could just no, intervene. Intervene okay. is where I, I thought it is was intercept. Intercept is, is where you charge in combat to an enemy. Where intervene uh, is where you charge to an ally, take the next hit off of the ally, and okay. actually save them. And so mousing over the name and hitting the mouse over macro is actually way faster than trying to click on them. Like when you and I do twos. My intervene macro is just set to auto target you, and I just have to hit one 
one button and it just does it. But when you're at a BG, like that's something that warriors can really capitalize on. It's also a good way to get out of the fight when you're, you know, when you're deep in yeah. and you're screwed. Also, as a loot master in Karazhan, it's a good way for me to catch up to the group as I <laughs> <laughs> run up. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, uh, I've used the charge, intercept, intervene setup. Um, I've, I've done this, this a couple times, actually, with uh, Thick Thick, where, like, I'll be like, yo, bro, like, stand right where I'm standing. And I'll charge to one set of casters, intervene the other, and, like, body pull the last one, and then intercept back to the healer who's standing like right in the middle of like like right next to the pillar right basically right and i'm able, able to just like grab everyone without suffering too much right and then having the uh the healer pull threat because he's too busy healing me right um for aoe groups i think that uh that sounds pretty nice although i think there is like some level of shared cooldown in there but um but yeah like it's it's pretty noticeable too when i get inter intercepted in, in uh pvp like it's it, it can make the difference between like, wait you mean intervene mortal strike yeah you mean intervene, yeah, intervene. sorry yep, yep. yeah sorry yeah oh my god all these inters um yeah be careful warriors too if you're at 20 percent health you might just get like one shot doing it but it definitely can your save. body for us <laughs> yeah we do it all the time for yeah, you right. come on give us a bone okay i think one thing though I want to point out is like the main are we talking about the diff <laughs> sorry. Well I guess we're kind of between PvP and PvE. I I guess we already talked about PvE, so like just talking about PvP healing is kind okay. of doing the difference. I mean, and if you want to point yeah. out the, the intricacies as you talk about it, that's fine too. But I think we're well, accomplishing think the goal. In arena, you yeah. definitely want the result. Like I get blown up so much faster in arena than I do in Battlegrounds, yeah. right? And BGs, because I guess. battlegrounds, battlegrounds. We also you can, have another healer, right? And BGs usually with our group, right? And you so can not as bad, but. you can position yourself, and people get distracted by a certain battle, right? In arena, they're very focused on. There's only three people here. There's only yeah. going to be three people here, or two people here, or five people here. Whatever it is, there's only going to be that amount of people here. So you don't have to watch your back. Like, oh, maybe they're rotating, right? And so healers have a much bigger target on them depending on your comp. But Yeah, I would I would agree with that. In battlegrounds, it's like try to stay far enough away and but try to stay close enough that if you do get attacked, people can come help you quickly. And I think that's my biggest thing is that I'm trying to figure out as this druid character and I'm really, I'm okay at PvP, but I'm still trying to figure out like, okay, when do I switch to bear? When do I switch to cat? Don't switch to cat when you're getting attacked. Poor choice. And when you have your buttons like right next to each other and you switch to cat and bear and different buttons, yeah, you switch to cat, you're dead. So switch to bear, you might another, survive. <laughs> cause you, you basically need a global, right? To switch, to, to yeah. Switch. Yeah, so it's yep, like, yep, if you just dead. started casting, it's like, oh, uh, yeah. well. No, but, like, the cast is instant, but 
Yeah, you switch cast. So like if you're in the you're middle of a, of a cast, oh shit, all these sword. Mm-hmm. I'm trying but, to oh, no. um, but yeah, I think that that's the biggest difference for me is that arena. I think arena battlegrounds and PVE all have very different ways to heal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of instant usage because you, you really don't want to get locked out. And I think that tallies in particular kind of get shafted by not having instants like that. Um, except of yeah, course, you can get silenced, kicked, you can get silenced, you can get kicked, you can get like interrupted. Like there's so many things that can interrupt your spells that it's just like a druid is amazing, right? I can just mm-hmm. life bloom, rejuve, like move on with my life well also the um i don't know if it's just me but like i feel like i feel like recently when i've been fake casting like people are on to me like like you know they will they'll 80 percent of the time now opposed to like a lot more before like i will like they won't miss their kick basically right and mm-hmm. i'll I will, yeah. I will have just spent like one second trying to cast something just to just to fish it out right um which is super annoying but also this is really where the uh multi spec like the multi-purpose um dps and heal spec comes in handy too is because like you get locked out of like you can basically try to bait kicks with your shadow spells right um Mm. which which there is one of really that you can cast uh but mana burn also like works for that um and it's also slow so it's really nice to bait people with mana burn there's a uh, ton of disciplined priests that try to bait you with mana burn it's a, yeah. it's a huge strategy that lots of abuse and then so like you could just like just bomb heals after that or like bomb smites or whatever um and if you have a if you have the whole crit thing going on like the sol build going on surge of light i should clarify if you have the surge of light build going on then it's just like okay like this is just free casting at this point if you have enough crit you could pop an inner focus and just like just go off on like whoever just locked you and be like yeah that's what you get for kicking me (laughs) um cam you would have loved it i you should have been i wish i had a video of me on my druid battling this disciplined priest in arena and bob and the other horrible When the other person had died, so it was just one v one, and it was literally this long thing until he just quit. Yeah, I was like he coaching was like, her, <laughs> like, yes. I, like I yes. like I was like coaching her, but like half only knowing, like not really knowing what she should do, but just like here, you should try this. Is the right word, should, yeah. Well, I was just like offering su- suggestions, and she literally just. He couldn't kill her. And then we're like, oh, yeah, if you go, it was a priest. It was like, if you go to bear or cat, no, cat. he can't mana burn you. Oh, perfect. Mm. You yeah. know, and I it was, was like, just okay, hilarious. I'll just you and cat in my crappy gear. I don't know what these buttons mean in cat, which was a learning experience. I should probably know what this Ran, means. Random, random question. I bet she doesn't even know reflect, what combo. Uh, can you spell reflect cyclone? As a warrior? Yeah. I think you can spell reflect anything as long as you do it, like as long as you click it, you have five, you have five seconds. It reflects anything, yeah. 
I've certainly never done it before. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're, you're not going to be pulling out your shield uh, unless you haven't respect it, right? I mean, Cyclone um, No, literally, our uh, spell reflect macro throws the shield on and does it at the same time, switches to defensive stance, too. You need the global okay. for that? Extra global for that? Uh, you don't if you hit it twice, you'll get your you'll get everything done. Yeah. Here's the question: You swap shield, then spell reflect. Yeah. Okay. Yep. He's like, I finally get to talk. I okay. Question really fast though is, oh my god, I just forgot what I was going to ask. I was really concerned about asking it, but now I forgot. Okay, move on. All right. Well, uh, looks like I might actually have to go in about. Four minutes or so. We're so, all starting to zone in. Before you have to leave, do you want to like touch on the? Do you want to touch on the Kara's on run where you did oh, like hybrid spec? That, well, that that's actually one of the things I want to talk about most, just because it's so like unusual and like honestly, it was a lot of fun and highly effective, I'd say. Um, but basically, the gist of what it was was. Um, Basically, in our guild, we've gotten to the point where, like, a decent number of fights, we just one heal it. Um, and I had started to build a DPS set uh, with this in mind. Initially, it was because we had three healers in a carry, and that's like super slow. It's like, what, what? Well, come on, right? Um, so the idea was to like have a healer have the versatility and like kind of be in the middle of both healing and DPS. Uh, in order to just heal on the fights that you need the extra heals on. And I, what basically what I found, it was basically a huge experiment, but what I found was that, like, with the gear that I have, at least, which is, like, Spell Strike, Girdle, Ruination, and, uh, you know, like, some Prebis, right? Um, using using the DPS spec in on Trash is extremely effective because Holy Nova doesn't generate threat, and it also heals whoever. Um, and you can proc crits off of it in order to get your Surge of Light, in order to just, like, melt down the elites that are there. Yeah, so basically, I would... Uh, oh, shit, I gotta go soon. Um, basically, what I, would, what I would do is I, I would go out and, like, I'd proc... Or I'd Holy Nova the mod, like, the whole pack to grab Surge of Light, target like the water, like Skull, right? Skull hat is usually an elite. And uh, yeah, basically I'd use that to toss instant free cast smites onto them while alternating between Holy Nova and stuff like that. Um, anyway, it was just like a really cool thing that I feel like it would be nice to explore again um, at some point in the future. You know, I think, I think, uh, you know, having like one power healer and one kind of a person to be carried um, is it's really efficient for me to just be holy right now if that's a comp. But if they're if okay, basically if if Jazz is my healing partner again, I'm I'm totally gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I gotta go. It man, I really wish I had the extra time to to flesh this out, but maybe we can do it. I'll, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll talk a little more about your results since I was there, but uh, yeah. yeah, we'll we'll have to have you talk about it more. 
All right, Kim. Well, thank you so much for coming. Do you want to give any shout outs to your other guild or anything bef- before you take off? Um, no, I don't really, I don't know. I don't really do that. <laughs> no. Shout out to uh, Bob, Mel, and Yip. Yep, you get to see a go third this time. <laughs> I don't mind. Um, let's for sure PvP later. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we have yeah, uh, we have maybe. our our horrible uh 25 band salt raid after this. So we'll, oh, uh, yeah. we'll see how I that goes. I accidentally signed up for that and then I try to click off my name as a tank. You can't. It refuses I know. to allow you. I, like, I know. Dude, like, it's ridiculous. I actually I wanted to skip a week. I wanted to skip a week and I actually signed up and I was like, guess I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Kim, well, yeah, thank you for giving us your time and good luck in Karazhan main tanking. Like like usual, I I enjoy coming on and talking my ass off about healing, which I do anyway when I'm not on a podcast to people that don't really care that much. So it's nice. All right, Uh, man. Take it easy. Yeah. Catch you guys later. All right. So here's how it goes down. Kim's like, I want to bring my DPS holy spec into Karazhan. I was like, oh my god, Kim is just too much. (laughs) He's always trying to do some nonsense, but we let him do it. He has he has everything he needs. He's got like a boomkin and an Ellie shaman and and like a shadow priest. And his DPS on bosses pretty solid. I think at times it was reaching like 800 DPS, which is like pretty solid he's not in like any kind of bis gear like he said he's in crafted and some previous and stuff like that probably but, missing out like quite a bit on 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 hit rating too yeah now the huge thing for me as just clearing kara is that <laughs> we were running one tank and one and a half healer right we were had we had jasmine the druid and then we also had kim there doing his kim stuff at the end of the night, Kim was second in overall trash damage with his Holy Nova <laughs> spam, which imagine going from having like two tanks and two healers to one of those healers just outputting the second mode. And it was basically tied for first almost tied for first amount of overall damage on trash the entire time. While Holy Nova is also still outputting some AOE healers, Healing. too, yeah, which can, oh. which can help as well. Does Holy um, even need to have the hit cap? Now that I just thought about that, there's no Holy reason. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I think you can miss with it. It's different. Yeah. Than you can resist. still miss. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's a little different than the resist. But um, so he did have some hit gear on. But it was that Kara was incredibly quick. Uh, it was actually really sick. One tanking is really cool. <laughs> and then uh one healing, I think, is very possible. There was a week where the reason I knew we could do it is. We had uh, Fotis, who was not a supremely geared healer, although I think he's a great player. Um, we accidentally locked out a shaman, <laughs> uh, thick fungus in our guild, locked him out of night, uh, Nether Spite by accident. So we nine manned it and he one healed it as a priest uh, really easily. So I think that um, it's not insane to one heal most of the uh fights i would i would only but say you're that you're gonna need game. all of us later so don't just discount well, us well yeah that's might, why the hybrid spec more yeah well, yeah it, that's why the hybrid spec is good but it's also it leaves room for like if you have a dps alt it might be easier mm-hmm. to get in um those are just sort of like it opens up karazans to be a yeah. little bit different and there's a while where the biggest problem with running a fourth karazan might just be that we don't have enough healers for that but 
if someone's able yeah. to one heal. Having that extra DPS makes things it like it really rounds out how difficult things uh can be. So yeah. Well you know, I talked about dying it. quicker is just super nice. And I talked about it like not too long ago. Like, why don't we have the resto shabbies be elemental and just switch into like healing gear when they want to heal, you know, because that could also have the same type of eef of effect. I think that that's pretty extreme <laughs> in that scenario, but they can be, and I know a lot of people do. It's not something that we really talk about in our guild at all. Um, but many guilds will have like their holy priests and their elemental shamans casting smite and casting a lightning bolt when they know that the fight's gonna be pretty easy. Like Maiden, uh, for instance, Maiden Virtue in uh Karazhan. I don't think it's that intense uh, healing of a fight. I could be wrong, but it doesn't seem like it is. So having, you know, the the, the rest of Shaman at least spouting out some lightning bolts, I think can be um solid damage. It's something that we talk about a lot in tank chats. Because we'll talk about like the balance between mitigation and DPS gear where, OK, um, I can do more damage as a tank if I put this stuff on. But if a healer could have just healed less and then casted lightning bolt instead, that would have been more damage, you know, like balancing right. that mitigation to DPS of what you can do. Um, I think that there's it's more of like a guild wide conversation, though, that like a single person can't really like Kim doing this required the coordination of officers to be like hey put me with a good healer because <laughs> normally right. jasmine and kim wouldn't be together because they're both excellent healers probably capable of single healing karazan so putting them together feels like a little crazy but if you have one of them dpsing uh, it can really make up uh, a lot especially on trash uh, which but i think it's also, is mainly trash right i think it also gets down to though like what are healers required to do right you said a yeah. new healer came in and was able to one heal Nightbane or Nether not Nightbane. But I think it's you don't get the full picture of what somebody can do until they're put into that situation. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Because there's a lot of times where I think good healers just don't heal as much because they don't need to heal as much. And that's actually the better plan is to not yep. heal when you don't have to heal. And but then their numbers look low. And yeah, it's it's, like you say sometimes you'd be like, that was such a boring raid. <laughs> there is nothing to heal. Yeah, like it's sad, right? I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll just renew over here. The locks. Go ahead and lift up, guys. You got this. <laughs> like, and I think that it's different, but I think that there's a lot that goes into what is needed in a healing raid. And I think if you give people the chance. They will show you they can be a one healer too. No, I, I totally agree. I think that that is absolutely the case. Um, and it's the same it's the same thing with tanking as well, too, where um, for me, I was talking about the struggles of our Karazhan last night. It still went smoothly, but the struggle really just ends up me having to just like do more work. <laughs> like, a like, lot it's just, more work. Right. It's like I there are some Karas where I very like I can just I don't have to talk. I don't have to. I can just. Yeah. I'm just on autopilot. Yeah. Whereas like I carried last night, I'm just like, oh, my God, like this is a lot of stuff going on. And luckily, I was with a feral druid, so he just bared any time that things yeah. would get messy or um, just whatever. Things I, love your, I love your I love your strategy of like 
every time we express concerns, you're like, oh, we don't need that. We don't even use salvation when we have a paladin. You, you were like trying to like well, it's true. <laughs> make everybody feel like safe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's whatever, you know. <laughs> we're, it's Scarazan. We're going to get through it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean, it's true though. when I have a paladin, I'd rather have people outputting more DPS because even if you pull, that mob you pull might be dead instead. I still like that more than being like, let's play it safe and make sure we can comfortably get through it. I mean, I, I sometimes like it. Depends on the mood, though, you know? Depends on the class, the, the gear, yeah, like yeah, locks. There, like, we no definitely, much. there's not a paladin buff for that's sure. better than salve for us, especially at me and, yeah, F, I guess and, F, and FJ's gear, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, like, for, like, a rogue or something, having that might can yep. be a lot more DPS and then on top of a battle shout and stuff like that, so uh it, it, it right, can be yeah nice. i think our challenge is that we're gonna one tank one heal akara let's do it all right let's let's do it let's i'll uh i'll i'll put in an officer chat that mel would like to one heal um with yeah yes with you, <laughs> yeah, with you. you just get into you a random group through this with me okay you're just forced <laughs> to like you're forced into like some pug that has nothing to do with the guild where you're one healing <laughs> you're I this isn't what I meant. <laughs> the alt raid. They want me to one heal the alt raid. Like, yeah. yeah. This is I I see what's happening right now. It's fine. You're inspired by the healer. <laughs> yeah. I, I can do it. I can do it. I have no doubt. Uh, especially not I don't want to say especially <laughs> as a priest, but a priest is well equipped to be able to one heal. Nightbane's the only thing that scares me about having one exclusive healer. Haven't Kim definitely healed for that. Um, okay, but if but, Bob didn't soulstone himself, it would have been a non-issue. We would have been fine. <laughs> that is true. That is true. That was <laughs> yeah, a big no, I, I don't. I, on, on that nightbane might be mean. The problem. No, the problem with, I uh, had a soulstone. Well, I, I rezzed everybody. I was going to say the but... problem with the nightbane wipe too is that once I lost aggro, the DPS didn't stop either. So mm -hmm. I think like two people also died before I could even yeah. <laughs> like get yeah. back on there. So there was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> more yeah. than a soul stone required but i just uh, wanted to point out that bob soul stoned himself it was like mel you should have a soul <laughs> that was stone. pretty funny and i was like i don't and then was it you yip that you were like you soul stoned yourself no yeah. i think i think i don't know fj who, maybe? maybe fj or something i was like <laughs> i would never even i don't care you know <laughs> just well i, was I like, mean you, don't. you could you could try it sometime with kim you know and It'd just be kind of sucky because there's two priests and we're just losing a buff we could get otherwise. Wait, I, think, uh, I think Shadow Priest is good because Shadow Priest like lets you mm -hmm. heal yourself or something with Vampiric Embrace or heals the raid or something. I don't know what Shadow Priests do, but they help raid healing somehow. And well, they also give a ton of mana. So yeah, mana region do. I think is yeah thing. mana is a lot too. But I think they also do some healing as well. Um, but yeah, I think that was a uh, really really nice him. Kim knows a lot about healing. Yeah. Oh my God. This. He's such a big brain. I'm just like, okay, I need to go first because whatever I say after you talk is going to be completely irrelevant. Yeah. I, I wish we just could have skipped the whole jab talk and just had extra time with Kim. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kim will and, be back. And you're so right. He's, he's whipping off these acronyms. P-O-M is presence of mind, Kim, okay? Palm Pyro, no one's thinking prayer of mending, all right? That was literally what I was I thinking, know, Palm Pyro. Tell. And that's why I was like, like, okay, we need to just keep this. Why is Palm Pyroing people? Yeah. yeah, so I was just like, you just have to remember, that? like, 
there's thousands of people that listen to this podcast. Like a lot of them don't know that are and, priests. Yeah, and we're not like those those YouTubers that constant that constantly say obviously, obviously, mm-hmm. obviously. It's not yeah, obvious. I'm tuned in to learn. Obvious, yeah. Like, there's nothing obvious. Like, I'm tuned into your YouTube channel obvious, to learn. I wouldn't turn on your video. Exactly. Yeah. FSR, F- FSR was hard for me because Five in Diablo yeah. 2, you've got faster casting rate, which is FCR. And I was like, what? Are we talking about Diablo 2 stats right <laughs> now? FSR. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, just note this is what happens after you leave a podcast that you're guesting on. So if you guess, stay till the end, right? Or else we're just gonna rip you. Yeah, we just rip you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Kim was gonna do our add-on of the week, but I have one. So let's wait, move on. Wait, can to... I? Can I? Okay. What? Go ahead. I just wanted to give my add-on. Oh, you can. Then let's move into. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is our add-on of the week. So this week I have an add-on for... What? Get out of here. <laughs> Yip was the only one with the admin add-on, and he tried to steal the stage here. I don't even use 80% of the add-ons that I say anymore. <laughs> okay, I don't use a lot of add-ons, or I do, and then I'm like trying to keep them between the two characters, and it's very confusing. But this one yip will appreciate because healbot is what i use to heal and i got this add-on that is a healbot threat add-on that shows me all the mobs and who has threat on all the mobs wow. and it is helpful because i can identify like Oh, okay, this person has said I'm probably going to need to heal FJ pretty soon here because he's <laughs> creeping up here. The only problem is it is it doesn't like if there's five people on mob one, it doesn't show me as many people on mob two because it has a cap. But it's very helpful in identifying if I have threat on any of the mobs and if there's somebody that I might need to heal that has threat on those mobs. So. The Healbot Threat add-on is awesome. Definitely nice. sounds worth getting, especially if you played Classic Vanilla. Healer Threat was just a non-existent thing that it no one happen. ever had to think about ever. And yeah. so with TBC Classic, it's a little bit different. It's a little it is crazier. very different, yeah. To be yeah. fair, I had it when I wiped us on Nightbane, but... You were I looking usually... out, you were trying to heal everybody, you know. I get it. I think I had a I think I had a nice miss in there with my shield slam. So, you know, it, the stars have to You're align, fine. but they definitely do align sometimes. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, yep. Once again, not much going on, but long episode. So everybody who wants longer <laughs> episodes at the beginning. We did our part this week. So <laughs> All right, guys, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded. You can also follow the Mash Those Buttons Network at the Mash Network. If you want to get in on this new thing, we have a few a few people lined up to do interviews with different uh, hosts. 
Uh, just send us your emails to wcrpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to join our Discord and interact with the hosts of this show or any other show, go to mash.gg slash Discord. I can help the podcast. Well, you can help the podcast by telling people about it. That's the biggest thing. I always say that. But you can also help us in the Google alg- algorithm by giving us a review on iTunes, which is also Apple Podcasts. That really helps us get into the Google can't do it on Spotify, unfortunately. You can give us an inner a uh, review on warcraftradio.com slash directory. It doesn't actually help us get in the algorithm, but it does help warcraftradio.com, and they are good people. So go over there and support them there. You can find other podcasts you might be in, in interested in in the Blizzard universe. Thank you so much for that. Where can we find you? Yep. Hello, you can find me at Cognitive Pit on Twitter or on YouTube, <laughs> youtube.com slash Cognitive Pit. You know, I've had a revelation that maybe I should change my branding all over to Yip. Want to change, <laughs> want to check, want to check Twitch? Can't have a three letter Twitch. So I gave up on that entirely. So at Cognitive Pit, enjoy typing that one out. Thank you, everybody. Yip Pit. Yip pit, pit yip. Oh, yeah, that's just bad. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Are you doing any more with the with with YouTube? Are you starting to think about starting that back up again? I will be soon. I've got uh, quite a few things actually mulling around in my head, but uh, I won't. I won't until you subscribe, dear listener, who I'm specifically talking to right now. I've been <laughs> telling you every week to come do this. Uh, I'm just You're the one you. that is holding me back. I've got a thousand hours of videos made. Just I need you to subscribe first. And oh hit gosh. that like button and don't forget to hit the bell. Mel, can oh we God. where can we find you? Can I change my Twitter handle? I don't think I can. Yes, we've talked about this yep. so <laughs> many times. All right. Well, until then, <laughs> you can find me at Mel Overwatch on Twitter. You can find me in game on Mel Arena or Ariolina. Or that's it. Say hi. And guys, continue to bring the Mel love that made me feel really good. And it made my whole week worth it. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And you can find me on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore b-o-b you can also find me on twitch sometimes streaming at twitch.tv slash blazing bob guys all right well this has been a fun episode and we're about to go to probably a really unfun 25 band alt raid so wish us luck as we go into the depths of gruel's lair have fun and gruels i will not be there (laughs) okay bye (laughs) bye bye guys Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. 
If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at Mash.gg slash Discord. 